start off with the beer. I'm going to let you take the first honors of what's in that pint I see over there. Um, let us know, man, what, what, you, what you sipping on, baby. Well, I appreciate it. First of all, thank y'all for having me. This is cool. Hey, um, pleasure, I, this is this is homegrown right here. So this I knew is it. My, I had to do it. You know, I got all this beer. <laughs> I got to drink. So you know, I'm gonna drink it. Yeah, um, you know, I, this, I still got that um that growler you sent me. You go ahead and just drop me off some more. Listen, you ain't gonna say that with a word. I'll be over there today, <laughs> coming grabbing to fill it up. But um, nah, this is a Baltic quarter I brewed back in September, man. And um, yeah, and so Baltics, you know, from that Baltic regions, cold, cold, cold. And it's brewed like a lager, so um, I let it sit for a while and just just sort of sit. This is the first time I've ever brewed it, um, and so it didn't go exactly according to plan. But it, I, I like this beer. Um, mm-hmm. It will definitely be brewed again. But uh, that's what's in the pint glass, man. All right. Uh, it didn't have the kick in the pants that you normally would get with a Baltic, but still comes across nice. Is that the one you gave me last time? Yeah, that's the okay. One. Yeah. So I think I think I text you that, but I said the same thing. Like it didn't feel. Um... Carbonated enough, or it didn't feel like yes. not carbonated, enough, but like, like you said, the the oomph. It was a little light in the Timberlands, you could yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The taste, <laughs> like, I want, I want to be nice, but uh, the taste was was not lacking. The taste was good. The taste was fine, but you know that that oomph you get from the beer was was yeah. missing. So like no. the whole effect was kind of. It was off, yeah. But I, I no, thought like I, I enjoyed it. That. Yeah. No, MJ, I appreciate that. And actually, I'm gonna um, that that's what I'm gonna brew it again because uh-huh. I I can sort of see where. I need to tweak some things. So, no, I appreciate that feedback, man. Of course, yeah. man. Anytime. MJ, what you I got, baby? I dabble, man. Like, I haven't brewed in a while, but I've, I've used, like, the basic kits. Um, I realize, like, it's, it does make sense for me to do this in the apartment. But, yeah, man, I've dabbled a little bit, got my feet wet. It's really, really? cool to you talk about it like that. Like, I've never got uh, to the advanced level, like, where I, I had to understand it. But I would try to brew beers that I tasted because I had a better okay. idea what profile was supposed to be and all that yeah that's awesome man man i will if you want to when when the world opens up and i'd love <laughs> to have you guys back over when when i break out the brew pot um oh, we can, i'll be drinking there. brew please come through there, man we could do yeah, that man. get some ribs do that and get some ribs out there consider it done my wife just bought this uh those big patio uh heaters look we can hang out outside <sighs> oh, that's awesome. we got the deck we can do whatever so please come through that's what's up baby I can't wait for the world to open up. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm feeling that way more and more. Like I was, I was keen to it because I like I'm already an introvert. So I'm like, hey, this is already when I'm, I'm quarantined myself my last 20 years of my life, so I'm I'm fine. <laughs> but now it's like I do yeah. want that option just to be like, yeah, yeah, perfect, man. Like I want to go bowling at least once a week, you know? <laughs> yeah, let me dream. Just, yes. just, just the option again. But uh, Mike, what you got, man? What's what's in your cup? Uh, I'm back on my usual. I got another backup here I can show y'all. But the Wicked Weed Pernicious, uh, that's been my favorite lately, man. I've I do like smashing. the Wicked Weed. I do. When I, it's IPA, right? Yeah, yep. I mean, I love IPAs. I, I, think I, do the IPA, I, I love the happiness and the, the bitter, the sours. I love that punch, like he said. But uh, Josh is bringing me around on some of the darks. Plus, I would love to try what you were talking about. I've never had a Baltic, Ooh. so that's not it was good, man. It was so good. I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, because you all allowed me to, uh, I'll, I'll give you some of mine if you'd like it, but I got one that's it's a finished Baltic porter mm-hmm. uh, that I think I think you both like. Josh, oh. I got one for you, too. Uh, oh, yeah, drop yeah, them off my place. I'll give it a mic. I'll do a hand off the mic. Yeah, I got man. I got you. I never say no to a beer. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's a food group. Yeah, man. Facts, facts. It's a whole pyramid. But uh, um, I'll go ahead. Um, speaking of IPAs, I don't normally drink IPAs, as Mike knows. He'll, Ooh, he'll get me yeah, around every now and again. But yeah, I'm drinking a 
a Voodoo Ranger right now. True. Oh, nice. uh, True. Imperial IPA, I think it's like in the five or six percent, eight, no nine percent. Yeah. So you know this, these these are local. Don't start slurring here in a minute. Boy. <laughs> I got I got my backup beer in the fridge right now too. Um, it's oh, a, you won't need it. You won't need it. <laughs> Saturdays I don't drink out the week, but Saturdays is like I go in, I wake yeah. up, I do a yeah, workout, especially now. I eat some food. If I'm playing my cousins, like I've got um I got Jim Beam um bourbon. Mm. So we I'm I'm right for the for the game nights. I got you, I, sir. I got you. So. You got, I got the IPA. I got a porter um in the fridge that's like 11. percent I'm like I might drink this one. <laughs> that's an imperial porter you got there. That that's very Ooh. Baltic like. It's um uh, it was nice price for the uh, for the ABV. It's like a dollar fifty or two bucks at um Total Wine Shop whatever Total yeah. Wine. Yeah. And um the lady at the at the um registry like yo I love these beers. I'm like <laughs> okay. Let me know what that is when you crack that. I might, I might crack it before the podcast is over. I might crack it because this one's almost done anyway. Atta boy. Yeah, man. So what's been new, guys? Um, I'll go with MJ first, so that way you get the hang of it. Um, you say you've been gaming and the same yeah, shit. Yeah, stuff. Anything. I think last time on the gaming tip, I've been playing Kingdoms Reborn. So, B, I play like a lot of. Uh, I'm not really a first-person shooter as much as I used to be. Like I used to kind of love those, but I switched over. It's like I play a lot of real-time strategy games, and now uh-huh. that I'm like for real old, I just play like a lot of management, building, thinking games kind of deal. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I, I've been playing, I, I play Kingdoms Reborn, which is like a builder, and I got bored. It was under beta, so I moved on to uh, End Zone: A World Apart, which the whole concept of that is like the world is ended. It's a builder game, and you want to rebuild society, so to speak. But okay. I like it. I like that they're like making those games where you have to make moral judgments in them now, where it's not just about like the simple building where it's like, oh, wow. uh, you need to decide how you're going to handle because there's too many children. Do you kick out the old people? Do you tell people to stop having babies? Like it, oh, wow. it gets really complex in there now. Oh, so okay. I enjoy that. Cause it's like, they're doing that kind of, it, it's like weird questioning. How do you handle this as a leader type stuff where it's not just like, Hey, take these people and feed them or clothe them. So I like that those games are doing that. And now since it's an end of world beta, like they keep adding more kind of like so many aspects where it's not just like, well, you got to make these decisions, but you got to do the stuff that you usually do, plus all this leader weird stuff. So I like it. It's cool. I'm curious how they're going to keep going. I haven't touched Ancient Cities yet, Josh. I know we talked about that before. Right, right, right. I'm just going to chill and see if it becomes good. But that's kind of what I've been playing Um, on the reading tip. I saw those crazy ass shoes. We're gonna talk about those mm-hmm. uh, graphics cards. And yeah, this is gonna be surprising. things. That crazy. <laughs> and as far as like interesting stuff, like I can't really say anything like crazy, crazy. Mostly I've just been watching a lot of sports, mm-hmm. playing games. Uh, but I am excited to see uh, the Nets basketball continue because they did lose their folks to the Cleveland. That was crazy. Twice. Really? Twice. Yeah, what's that about? And so that we got big games in football coming up this weekend too. All right, Bernard. Um, what's what's been up with you, man? Nothing, man. I mean, you, you know me. Uh, it's 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 me at the house with the babies and the misses. Um, and so every day is Groundhog's Day at the Roper Hut, man. The family um, man. Absolutely. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to He's be. He's family I, I, man. I, I want to go outside. <laughs> it's it's like you talked about, man. It's it's um, you, you want the option of just being able to get out. But uh, for me, every day, you know, is that work play you know and do it all over again um mm-hmm. so 
And I, I was listening uh, to Mike talk, and I, I've never been a big gamer, but I used to be into some of those Sims kind of games, you know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Mafia World and some of those. And, I, and so now that I have kids, I don't have a chance. Uh, my kids are yeah. into Nintendo Switches right now, so you know everything I play is Pokemon related and Mario Kart related. But hey, you technically still a gamer. Still it, a gamer. It, <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, I've been doing that. Um, and like Mike said, I'm, I'm geeked about tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm a football nut. Like basketball, um, love both of them, but football is life. So oh, yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm excited about tomorrow. Um, I can't wait to get you to wait. You're going to be my big football guy then, because I think I lay more basketball than football now. So I can't wait to get you to speak on the football stuff. Today. Oh, let, let's talk. That's man. perfect. Let's yeah. Mike, Mike's been missing that. Cause like football coming, I'll be like, yes, yeah, yes, where, where. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's what's going on. on. That's crazy. I, I can put input in basketball because I do keep up. I keep up the basketball just enough. Be like, oh just yeah, I, I I I could name certain things happening, but football, I'll be like, hmm. <laughs> but that's what's up, man. I'm glad. I mean, like I said, I'm glad you can make it. Um, as for me, I've been um, I've been on a gaming tip. Um, I have not watched any movies since. God knows, I don't know what, what I watched. The last thing you watched, I guess. Have like, you watched? Wise, I guess Wonder Woman was the last thing that dropped. Maybe. I didn't even want to watch that. Like I, like I, I remember before the pandemic, I, I'd already <laughs> had superhero fatigue, so. The trailers never made it look good, <laughs> right? Oh, oh, hold up! I'm I'm about to haze this guy to be honest. <laughs> before oh, I do here we go, here we go. Yeah. I'm about to haze this guy. <laughs> but before but, uh, you do that, check out the tax collector. I stayed up until four o'clock last night. Tax, oh, that's the one with Shia LaBeouf, right? Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. Okay, okay. I, I do want to watch that. I'm actually a big, I'm bigger LaBeouf fan than I thought I was the last yeah. couple of years. I like, I can, I've learned to appreciate certain actors that I gave a lot of flack to. Okay. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm a big Robert Pattinson fan now. Once, once to get out there that, um, that one role. Is it because that, of Batman though? It's not because of Batman. He has better roles. He has way better roles. Like I, I appreciate his acting ability. Like I get oh, like, oh, like, I get like LaBeouf. Like I, I'm strictly I'm, right. Batman. Right, right. No, 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 not. I mean, that's the case. I would love George Clooney or Val Kilmer. I love Val Kilmer though. Absolutely. But, Unless you a, tell me he was low key really in the twilight. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's I, trying to tell me something, man. Nah, in the twilight. No, 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 He's a he's a he's a good fan. He's a good uh, good actor. After Twilight, I think after like the five years he you know rebuilt himself, I've learned to appreciate his um his role stuff like that. But I yeah. I I got back into my anime the last few weeks. I think last time I talked to you, I was on JoJo, which was just. Okay. Long it long anime and I, that was really good. I finally finished that, but that was an, an emotional roller coaster. I was like, give that one a break. So I'm watching a new anime called The Great Pretender, which is about like um it's like a heist anime. So everybody's just stupid smart and they could just they're like always playing chess in their minds with the um with their heist. Interesting, it's pretty fun, good animation. Like I said, I've been on my gaming tip. I beat Control. I played through the Jedi Knight game. I played. So I gotta stop you there real quick. Oh, 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 oh. review of Control because I know that was like a hype game. Like Ooh, uh, that was. It just for a beat. I think that was the game. If you ever seen, it, that's the game. I think it's a chick with the red hair. Yep. She controls stuff with her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, did oh, you like wow. it? Because I mean, I feel like it was really, really hyped up. And I, I mean, I watched some clips, and it seemed like if I did it for 15 minutes, I would get bored. But did you really like it? All I enjoyed through? it, man. Um, because you have psychic powers. You know, you get yeah telepathy. You can fly, you can levitate. Um, the story was like a Twilight Zone type um, premise, and like you know, she's looking for her brother, but like she's she has like this entity in her head, 
so she has that's why she has all these powers and that's why she's kind of exempt from what's going on inside this this world okay so in the you know it was like a different um a different type of story that i played in the last few games i played i guess you could say no it wasn't like you had to solve anything you just you just run around and you blow things up shoot people but you figure out things the story is good i like the story Kind of game. And I did, kind of did play you, games uh, for the story nowadays more than um than anything because I don't read. <laughs> so <yeah. laughs> so if I get invested in a good story, then the game has that much more worth to me. Control uh, um, was good. The Jedi game was great. I'm playing. I'm not playing right now. I got back on No Man's Sky. That's what happened. I got back in the No Man's Sky. So No Man's Sky is a building game. Um. You know, you travel the galaxy, like the literal galaxy almost, and you build, you find things, you explore. And so I got back into that, and I'm, I'm enjoying it. Other than that, has been about it, man. But let, let me haze. Let me tell you something about this. And there's so much, so much story behind this. But I'm going to tell one, because okay. we were talking about superheroes just, just a few minutes ago. So okay. this guy, two years ago, remember, remember Iron Fist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you watch Iron Fist? Was it two years? Has it been longer it's, than that? It's been about two, maybe two or three years. Okay. This dude hyped. You talking about the hype train? You talking about cyberpunk hype? This guy was like, yo, Jay, I know you're in the superheroes. I know you're in that Marvel stuff. Watch Iron Fist. Iron Fist was that shit. Oh. I was like, okay, dude, because it was on the list. Like, Iron Fist was on the list before it came out. Like, you know, Luke Cage that came out, Jessica Jones that yeah, came yeah, out, Daredevil yeah. came out. So all three of those were like, fire. I was like, oh, okay, I got a testimony that this dude gave me, my my good friend, my good client, <laughs> the guy I can, put my, I can put my trust in. He's like, yo, just in case you haven't seen it yet, Iron Fist is flames. I watched the first six episodes. I was like, what is Bernard even talking about? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I didn't, I need, I need to finish it. <laughs> like, this so is like, this so is like maybe I need to finish this. I finished it. Disappointed, this terrible. I'm like, yo, even if he didn't hype it up, I would have been mad. <laughs> I go I back think to him. He tried to hurt me in training because of this. The next I, he day. Just <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and then, my man's like, oh yeah, I only watched two episodes. I was like, uh, my nigga. <laughs> but the, so, me and my crew of friends, we take a football trip every year. And so, we're sitting at the Airbnb just BSing one night, and a homeboy throws it in. We're drinking, we're hanging out. And, there and so I'd gotten sort of gotten into it, mm-hmm. but I only saw two episodes. But I figured, yo, this is gonna be dope. I didn't realize the the next four episodes were gonna be trash. The trash. next rest yeah. of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize the, the drop was gonna be you know. Yo, I didn't know. My bad, man. My as bad. soon as I saw him in the gym like that next week, I was like, I'm I think like, I lost hey, six pounds that night. <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> Sit down, give me fifty. Fifty, whatever. I don't even care. Just give me fifty. Yeah. <laughs> Across the board, it's 50. <laughs> like I was back online again. I was pledging all over again, man. <laughs> so, like, the rest of our tenure together, i just been like, I'll bring it up like every two months. Like, yo, remember that time you brought up Iron Fist? I wasted my time. I wasted like five hours of my life. Thank you, Bernard. <laughs> I can see you like, nah, I'm watching one more. It's got to get good. Maybe it just, it picks up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, you, you got to give a show a chance sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> the one thing I liked was like the back, back, back story like I wish they did a sort of those characters. I'm like, oh, these guys are cool. They got they're going through so much drama and and you know flipping around for emotions. But then it's all about this guy who can't fight kung fu, who's supposed to be knowing kung fu. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, Bernard, I own, but that, again, one. I own that one for the rest of your life. 
Oh, but, I mean, that's that's my story, man. That's 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 it. <laughs> I, I ain't going bunch of chops. I ain't going bunch of chops. That's all right. I earned it. We talk about Transformers. I might have to, but um. Oh, did he do the same thing with Transformers? Well, I always watched all the Transformers. He loves Transformers. I, I don't care for Michael Bay. I have to watch them all again. I, I I don't like Michael Bay's stories. Take a special person, I think. <laughs> like you have to appreciate elements of it. But I can't hate, man. Like I watched the fact. Oh no! Just like oh, this you is this it. is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this dude's holding a helicopter, <laughs> dragon seven. <laughs> so I can't get mad at that, yo. But you I know can't. that's what they came from. Transformers came from like I guess if you let go of the pedigree of Transformers, then you're all right. Yeah. You know, like I I grew up G with Generation One, and I think the movie. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is cool. Then Michael Bay's like, you know what? Let's throw some titties in here. True. Let's put Shia LaBeouf in here. Let's say a Transformers fight, but let's not show them fight except for like two minutes. So that that's what that's what pissed me off. Like if you had a whole movie of Michael that's Bay fighting with Transformers, like turtles and everything. Like that's the and I like Ninja Turtles. Like I I like turtles. Turtles are actually pretty good. Okay, no, 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 no. See, this is very the yin and yang right here. Yin yang, No, can't do the turtles. That's for my son. But Transformers was the lick. Ah. As a matter of fact, when the pandemic started, right when we came home, I figured, well, I'm not going anywhere, and I literally watched them all back that, to back um, to back. Where's that block button for Bernard right now? He's, he's I would do it again, just out of curiosity. I would give it a chance, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't have fond memories. I think, I mean, maybe if things go good, if we could get a good rotation, we could do like a watch party. Yeah. With the plan. And um, I think that I mean I don't mind watching crappy movies or movies I don't care for if I could have fun with it. Yeah, remember uh, what was that Grindhouse? That movie I used to love watching that movie. Yeah, yeah, Grindhouse was good. The Tarantino um produced yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Grindhouse was good. I have a hard like, time with Tarantino, man. Yeah, this, no, I mean, but he's just different, man. He's this just, is why Bernard yeah. got a lot of flack during our workouts, man. Because he would <laughs> say something about a movie, I'm like, yo. <laughs> I like that. I didn't but say dang, it was man. bad. I'm just like I just I just gotta work to, to understand Quentin. Okay. I just gotta work. So what okay, about so let me ask you this, B. I'm, I'm curious then. So we Come with it. What would like? I guess if you had to pick one of your favorite movies, like you're on an island and I'm gonna watch this movie like all the time. Like what would a movie you would grab be? Right, Doesn't have trilogy. <laughs> Godfather trilogy. Oh, okay. I'm cool with you. Yeah, we. Oh, uh, what movie? Godfather. Oh, Godfather. Like okay, okay. Me, but I'm good with that. All right, I would pick Black Dynamite off gate. Really? Oh, I could watch Black Dynamite back to back, man. That's that's just like one of the best black exploitation films I've ever seen. It it is cool, but if I got if you're gonna send me somewhere and I I need my toothbrush in the trilogy, Mm -hmm. me and Michael Corleone gonna rock out. And plus, you got the three movies, so I definitely respect that. Yeah. Technically four now. I need to watch the new joint. I still haven't. Uh, Code either. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Not yet. I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's gonna mess with what I remember, but I was like, well, it was the third movie. It's not like they could tear it up worse. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's it's just the the Snyder cut of Godfather, pretty much. Yeah, basically. So, Mike, you have a story for us of the Brew Dog Willie. Willie Wonka. Yeah, I thought this was cool. They were doing this. uh, You know, I think everybody knows the Willie Wonka story, so I thought it was dope that these guys decided to like uh, put like a gold in some of their Brew Dog Punk IPA in gold. They're putting them in random 12 packs, and it seems like this is a British company anyway. But they're yeah. going to be basically across Britain. 
and if you win them, if you find them, like you can get, you know, 10, uh, 15, 10,000 uh, euros. Not euros, pounds. There you go. British pounds. Oh, pounds. Okay. Okay. That doesn't work. And you get the British pounds and VIP tour of the brewery, which would be dope, man. Like, not only do I get this cool, you know, like, I, I would be down for this. Yeah. Yeah. Have, yeah. have you ever watched their show? They had a show. I had no idea they had a show. Okay. I got a uh, So, like, it's the so brewery? I, yeah. I mean, they, they have a brewery. They actually have a brewery here in the U.S., but of course, they're British. These okay. guys are bonkers. I mean, they're the coolest people. I mean, so the premise of their show is really to brew the, the most, the craziest kinds of beer, you know, but pull some elements from wherever they are. So they've done one in Brooklyn. I think they did one in Philly. And, you know, they take elements of Philly. You know, they brewed a beer um, under the, I think it's the Hudson River or one of the rivers. Um, I mean, oh, it's, wow. it's so they're just because wild creative stuff. I remind me before before we drop, but I, I gotta find it. I mean, and so that they no longer do the show, but it was a great show. As you can tell, I'm a beer nerd, so right. I yeah, love man, these that's guys. awesome. I love these. I didn't guys. even know that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Brew I dog. looked them up and I did see they had a local place, but I was like, I can't, this place is in Britain. Is it the same? But yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's good info. Right. I had no idea. Under the water sounds wild, but I did find intense. out recently because my in law is super into wine. That they had this wine that's on they the dude puts it in these casks and ages it underwater and then he brings it up and sells it and it's kind of like the seashells and all that crazy oh, stuff. Wow. So you know it's crazy oh, expensive for that reason. Wow. But it's like that's the same sound. idea almost, but not as complex. No, I guess. no, I mean they did it. Um they did one underwater, they did one, I think it was in San Francisco or somewhere. Uh with a shout out to Anchor Steam Beer and stuff like that. I think mm-hmm. they did oh, one cool. on a tr- they brewed a beer. On a human-powered trolley, you know. I mean, it's, it's some of the coolest madness. Just beer, skydiving. Yes, really. No, no, for real. Oh That's shit. Awesome. Okay. That's for, pretty cool, man. Yeah. It man. actually got me kind of. Um, I want to see maybe an episode or two to check that out. Yeah. All right, oh, guys. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let me go ahead. Jay? Yeah, let me get my. Let me go ahead and get the next beer because I already finished the last one. So before I do the intros, let me go get my 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 next victim. Go get it, go get it. I felt like we had some kind of series of sound effects we were using for the intro, and I already forgot. (laughs) We're just going to make it up. We're just going to roll with it. Yeah. This is cool, man. This is cool. Yeah, man, it actually felt like a good substitute for, like, hanging out at the bar. And we had always joked about doing the podcast. I mean, it's mainly us listening to it. But, you know, yeah. it's just something fun to do. Like, you know, like you said, we all stuck in the house. So it's as close as we can get to being at the bar, hanging out, shooting it. Listen, the, when Josh said said something to me about it, I was like, please sign me up. I just need this. I mean, because he talked about it for so long. I was like, this is dope. Yeah, man. And then um, when I saw sort of read through... I'm like, oh, this is going to be insane. And it's fun. Like you said, man, it's fun. It just gets your mind off of everything. Yes. Like, it's like a... And, like, every time we do it, we get a little more into it. Like you said, mm-hmm. we get a little more equipment, play with something a little more, learn a little something more about it. So it's been fun, man. It really has. It's cool. Talking it's... about the, the, the birth of the um, Game of the Geek podcast? Yeah. Love it. Yeah, I feel like this is, like, name number three, four. I think so, <laughs> man. Because we, we've had two... Previous iterations, but we did at Jugheads, and um, okay, we did like maybe nine, ten episodes. Like, okay, by episode ten, we're gonna try to um, make it big, and then like, shit just happened. I think. Um, okay. Either we both got busy at work and life, 
And I think we just got tired of doing that jug cast, but we didn't have the proper equipment to do it at home like we wanted to. Okay. So I we wasn't going, doing that jug heads. I mean, it, I that's we had like lie. maybe two cool episodes. Exactly. <clears throat> the stuff, the ambient noise is crazy. Yeah, like just because like inside it's if it's a, like if I say if we went at lunch, like it wouldn't be that bad because it's mm. not too busy. So you do it inside. But during the week, usually, especially like five, they usually have the music going inside. It kind of plays outside. And it's like a lot of people in and out, smoking cigars, drinking. So it's like people in and outdoors. So it's like you can't, there's no quiet space, so to speak. And it's, it's a friendly space, too. Like most of the people there yeah, are cool as yeah. hell. But they're like, hey, guy, what you doing? You playing out mm-hmm. in the podcast? Um, what you talking about? And looking back now, like now that we haven't <laughs> gone in a while, I guess we stand out because it's like, we're the only two black I don't guys. know, three. Top, at tops, four black people. There, there was, that, there was like, like two other ones that I recognized. You know this ain't a gas station no more. That is my life. Right. <laughs> always the black dude yeah. at the brewery. Everybody wants to talk to me. And then the second time, the first, the second time was pretty much when the pandemic hit. You know, yeah. and that was, yeah. we just, that was the true practice run because we had our laptops, we were doing remote podcasts like we're doing now. And like the first three episodes, it was just like, I was just catching up for the most part because we, we stopped Jugheads. You know, Jugheads was done. So this was me and Mike's chance to just keep in touch. That is, I love yeah. it. I love it. I so, love it. I love it. But like Mike was like, you know what, 2021, let's go ahead and do a little bit bigger. So the first episode's on Anchor already that we did in beginning of this month. Okay. I think the second. So we got that one up there. And you're you're our first guest for the Game yeah. and the Geek podcast. Listen. I want to be might. like Larry Wilmore, the guest on, on The Daily Show. I want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Just come on, man. I can see it happening, man. But, I mean, I'm having fun. Like I said, Mike's been having fun. He's He's been um picking up his um equipment game, and I've been picking up mine. He gave me a laptop a few months ago that I've been utilizing the crap out of. So it's just been – it's something to invest my time. Yet, huh? So you get to do any gaming on it yet? Make now that I have the desk, now that I have the desk, I can, cause I I just, uh, I just didn't like doing the um the hunchback thing on it. So I'm yeah, like, no, I, I get it, bro. I get it. Trust uh, me. I'm I'm like, ooh, Age of Empires about to come up, so I'm gonna do that. But uh, I'm about to do the intro. We're about to talk about these topics. I'm excited. So I got my right, new. Let's do it, man. We got um before before we start, I've got this black boss porter. I don't know if you can see it. No, know. you don't. Yes, sir. Yeah, That's look what at I had last night. Boy, tell me, tell me about. It. There you go. Okay, Josh. So let me let me let me tee you up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Product of Fred, This one you just had a you just had an Imperial IPA. Yeah, I'm in a wild show, baby. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> and you, it's, it, you, you're gonna get these flavors of chocolate. You're gonna mm-hmm. that dark mm-hmm. fruit, plum, molasses. Mm-hmm. You're gonna sip on that for a minute. Oh, I'm I'm a, I plan on sipping. I don't plan on chugging this one down. Nah. I have when, when the world opens up, we for sure gotta go buy a We got to, man. I can't wait. Man. Let's go. Josh, I'm gonna tell you, I had that last night. That was last night's brew. I woke up at twelve o'clock. Hey. <laughs> hey. Get ready. I like that. All right, Mike. <laughs> clap clap us in. Clap us in. I'm, I'm about to get this introduction going. All right, let me let me get my clap. Where's my applause at? I hate when I add the new buttons that they move all your oh, stuff around. Right. Yeah. I think it's this guy. Mm. Welcome, welcome. And uh, speaking of Black Boss, I'm your host, Ice Cold, the Fro. 
Um, beside me, I got my co-host, MJ. Not only he's a geek, he is the Geek Johnson. What's going on, dude? And here we go. We have a very special guest star today. His name is Bernard, the Iron Fist, the Uncle Freeway of Freeways, <laughs> Bernard Roper. <laughs> What's Welcome happening? Welcome to the show, brother. Man, we have a good show today. This is episode number two. Today, yesterday, and tomorrow. Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff that's going on today, some stuff they may want to see in the next few days or within this you know, new 2021 year. And we're gonna we're gonna do a special recap on some big topics that we talked about during um 2020 the the garbage fire that we now know you know um so that year has passed we got New Year coming up we got some hot takes on the on the road right now we're gonna talk about some gaming stuff of course we got a lot of sports sports news is big this this podcast I think mm-hmm. and um not too much on the tech side not too much on gaming. But a um, little bit on the tech, a little bit on the tech. I pulled some stuff from CES that I thought uh-huh. was interesting. Good, you know good. how I feel about CES, but oh yeah, I think we'll start there and just kind of go. But I am curious what you guys think about some of this stuff. Is it you know yay or nay? Yeah, 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 yay or nay. So yeah, we. I don't think it's gonna be a feature, but I did notice that we, I put yay and nay for a lot of stuff just to kind of quickly put some notes down. Mm-hmm. So I, that might help it keep it a little bit um brisk, but at the same time still uh what I want to say. We gotta yeah. put our input into it, you know. But no, I like it. that. I agree. I, I stole that whole formula when I added it. I liked it. So um, I'm going to go ahead and crack with my black boss, Mike. Um, since this most of the stuff is CES, I'm going to go ahead and let you take the reins on this. All right. So straight out of the box, CES, uh, obviously, pandemic. They're going to be doing stuff about tech. Uh, the one that jumped out of me was this Razer. And Razer's like a... They're like a tech company. They do like laptops, gaming-focused stuff, things like that, like high-end gaming gear. Uh, but I thought this was pretty crazy because they're basically trying to do a RGB self-contained and cleaning ventilation mask with voice amplification. So it's like they took their, uh, excuse me, the technology from their mics, put it inside it, plus like a mask and some filtration stuff and this cleaning box. It's kind of crazy. I feel like it's for sure going to clear $100 easy looking at these oh, images. Easy. So I have to ask y'all, are you putting a RGB <laughs> mask <laughs> on your face? Like, I feel like, Bernard, you're a grown man. You're not. You're, there's no way you're wearing this, right? You mean, you want them lights? You want the, um... <laughs> I just want this thing to keep out the COVIDs, man. <laughs> I just want to keep out the COVIDs. I don't need to look like Darth Vader or Darth Maul. Uh, you don't, you don't want, want that. Fashionable tech, son. And see, son. I think that's see. I appreciate that because I love tech, but I think in my head, there's a part of me that's like, "Yo, this is crazy. I would this love is... to play with this." But right. I feel like at the same yeah. time, people would look at me like, "Bro, we just trying to keep our coat. Like, what is on your face? Like, you went way too far. You're trying to be a ninja. We just trying to be Basically. healthy." Basically. <laughs> what's uh, what's the GI Joe? What's the what's the guy? Oh, the snake eyes. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> walking around like snake eyes, basically. Yeah. Oh man, this is definitely for the kids. Voice amplifier. This is for the um the late millennials and the generation of wise, whatever they're called now. This it looks cool. It, I ain't gonna lie, it looks cool as hell. Mm-hmm. I'm a kid at heart. But, Could you uh, wear it in public though? Nah, like, nah, nah. Definitely nah. be out at the grocery store in this. Nah, I mean, it would have to like literally save my life, like 100. percent Like if I wore Yeezys to go to the grocery store, right. this would. That, be 
That'll just be like linen. It'll just be linen with a KY on it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I give it an A. I give it a yay for um aesthetics. Mm-hmm. But a yay yeah. for practicality. Like like Bernard said, I just want to not die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get CES. So by the time the thing is real, I'm really hoping like we're past the face mask. I agree. Good. I, agree. Like, I really hope so. I hope. I hope <laughs> we don't need designer uh, masks in 2021. No. Nah. Facts. Yeah. Like it's it's just it's for it's for the gamers, it's for the geek, it's for the um the late yeah. millennials, I think. Um, yeah, and I think the same idea for the people that did this did them shoes, but this is just a little because <laughs> <laughs> just like yo, remember BJ Knights. What if we put a graphics card on the side of those? Right. <laughs> what if it screamed EDM music all the time? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like like Jersey Shore would definitely come in the club in those. <laughs> so you didn't like the mask, and, and I get it. Rock BK Nights back in the day. Oh, I, okay. <laughs> I'm a thousand years old, man. Let's oh, I can't it. wait. I, I want to hear what you have to say about the shoes then, because they resemble them, but it's a whole yeah. lot of new new gen on them. <laughs> so, too much. so much new. <laughs> too much. <laughs> What's what you said, Jersey Shore? I'm like, yup. <laughs> That's it. So this right here, Samsung I haven't got to watch this one. Samsung's robot. I mean, they always have concept robots. Now, what the they've done is they have the two robots. There's this one that's supposed Samsung to be able to like do grab dirty right clothes, pour you a glass of wine. Which I'm thinking if it could do wine, it can do oh, beer. So that kind of feels like. Oh yeah, that has to. At the same time, yes, that's like just a robot called. that can move the it's dishes, move the clothes, and pour me a glass of wine. That just seems. I don't. I don't think I'm ready. I think I need. I need more because you're going to charge. Is that it can the floor. Yeah, so the idea is that they think they're going to pour you wine, pick up your clothes, move all this stuff around your house for you. There's another one that's just a video conferencing thing on wheels. So, like, I guess if you do that a lot now, which I guess most of us are, you could have a robot for that, which, I mean, it seems super specific, but I, I just feel like it's like the robot vacuums where it's like, oh, that's interesting. I don't really think I need that. Right. So, I mean, it's it's the Jetsons pretty much. It's it's Rosie. Do you so, think so? I feel like this is a watered down Rosie. Like, I, I mean, yeah. Like I mean, you like have the, to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. What you say, B? I when I saw this, I was like, yo, this is the scene from New Hope when Luke is bringing in R two D two. And I'm sorry, I, I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw, I am robot one too many times. I, I just can't do it. It's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. It is, but I just don't know if I'm ready to release those, release the hounds in the house. You don't want the AI overlords to um get their get their footing. <laughs> nah, bro. Would <laughs> be something to like if you could have them do one thing. Like if you was like, if they could do this, I would let them in because I hate doing this. Like, what would your 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 thing be? Oh, is there a thing? I don't, I don't think know a thing, because man. I, I, it, it's a slippery slope. I mean, yeah, you open Pandora's box and it's a wrap. I, I feel that way about the cameras. The cameras I don't like just because okay. it's too much. Like, I'm not uber afraid. Like, I have some, but it's like, those are the ones that I'm like, I'm going to keep an eye on this one. Right. right. It's off when I don't need it. But I don't know. I don't know. The robots will have to do a lot more. Like, right now, it feels like it would be in the way. Like, I'm going to pay, yeah. like, charge me too much money for three functions that I could do just as fast, you know? 
right. If right. we can do some handyman stuff around the house, because I ain't, I'm not the handyman. You know, my wife is. Uh, do you want time. you want a robot with power tools in his possession? See. Well, <laughs> oh gosh, what if we do this? Like, what if uh, you could just put that bad boy at your car and he could change your oil? Okay, now if you make a a um, practical oil changing robot that's not threatening my life in any bit, then that okay. I can see. But at the same time, I, I, I drown you with DW40 later that night. But I mean, I mean, <laughs> if you can flatbed itself in there, then yeah, I guess so. <laughs> But I mean, I'm I'm with you, Mike, because it's just gonna get in the way. I could do, I may not want to do, 90% of adult shit I gotta do in my life, but yeah. I'm so keen to doing it. Like I just I'd rather do it myself. Right, because I feel like right, I have Google Home stuff, right, and I right. just Google do blah blah blah. But a lot of times, like by the time I argue with this thing, it under apparently I have a southern drawl that's out of this world, and Google <laughs> not understand me. By the time I argued with that thing for 15 minutes, I'm like, bro, I could have got up. I could have done it. Whole right, thing. right, right. I could have set a timer. I could have done whatever I wanted. And I just find it hard to believe that, like, the robot is going to, he's magically getting it right the first time. Once again, that's, that's for the rich, man. That's, yeah. That, this is a particular population. This is, like, this so is. That's a name. That's a name for me, too. Oh, that's I, a definitely a name for me. And yeah, I'm Team Tech. So I just feel yeah. like it just needs I, to be way sexier. Like, unless I you I'm rich and you just want to flex, I don't see what you're doing with that right now. Right. Like, look, look at my butler robots. <laughs> so this one, this one here, I actually thought was. This is. So given that we were just God, talking that's... about robots and got house. <laughs> That can uh, <laughs> that can just clean. Right. I'm very curious your opinion on. So they they had a dancing video before and it was real like robotic, but now you see they like super they fluid like they got a little more rhythm to it. It's more human like movement where it's, it's not scary. Just say it's robotic. You're telling me that the robots are doing the bus challenge now? That's um, what we're talking about. I mean, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Uh, that's, that's, I can't that's do it. It's gonna be doing um Instagram memes pretty soon. My, my favorite meme of this was when they showed the robots dancing on the dead bodies. Like that was. my favorite one. Skynet has <laughs> accomplished all. But yeah, look, look, look how fluid they are, man. I'm sorry. That's the that's what I took away from the whole video. Like if they if nothing else, they have moved from like robotic movement to very fluid human like uh, movement. Yeah. It's not um, perfect, but it's very it's very much. I mean, shoot, humans aren't even perfect, so they're yeah. doing better than a lot of humans. You can think about it. But uh, a couple of years ago, I saw a video where they had like the suggestion of um, robots doing stunt choreography for like movies. Uh-huh. And it had like a robot do a jump somersault, and it was fluid as fuck. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Then I, then my, you know, my survival instinct kicked up. Like, "Yo, we're dead," <laughs> you know. As soon as that one wrong code goes in, it's it's a wrap. I can't. I, mm, I think this is cool. But look it's at that. Cool look at it. No, that's that's intense. Am I too loud on your end? I just really, I think on my side, like I, it doesn't, I will say I'm not, it doesn't scare me because I feel, like I said, I feel like they're just too stupid right now. Like if you can't even do Google Home, like I just can't see these doing anything meaningful. But like he said, I am very concerned about people who are much smarter doing nefarious stuff. Like I would never let them in my house. This is going to choke the shit out of me in my sleep. I wouldn't sleep well at all. (laughs) I wouldn't sleep well at all. No, no. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, um, it's cool. Like I, like I said, for the look at, to look at, and um, to enjoy the 
the show it's awesome yeah. because yeah. we come from we come from so far we come from blocks woods and the police system to dancing dogs and robots yeah so like in your lifetime would you ever trust a robot to be in your house like i, I can't say no now in my like life an AI? I don't know, but could, could you ever trust one in your house no nah, i'll be like will smith in ai I'll be what like, about yeah. you be saying can't do it Same. can't do it <laughs> I ain't even mad. I'm not even mad. And then I got a puppy, and uh, I don't want to leave him around in my house, so I definitely can't do it. Thanks. So this is another one from CES that I thought was uh, interesting. This is the Cadillac personal aircraft drone flying car. I always felt like like I was promised Justin lifestyle, but I never got it. So I thought it was real cool that they introduced this. I don't know though, man. Like, how do you feel about the flying car in your lifetime. I don't know that I'm buying the first one. I think no. that's how I say it. Like, yeah. I, I, like right now, Tesla still seems a little dangerous. Like, I'm going to wait. <laughs> like, if I had Tesla money, <laughs> I'm going to wait a couple more generations and get back to me. But I think of the flying car, definitely not Gen 1. Like, catch me on Gen 3, maybe, if I got flying car money then. But I don't know, like, man. It seems sketchy just thinking about it. Look how small that thing is. Too... <laughs> Again, I'm on a Star Wars kick right now, and it seems like that speeder in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> but is I so want yay? one, but a it's yay? a yay. But I'm like, my gonna, I don't want the generation. I don't want the first gen. Mm. Nah, yeah, yeah. Like, what if what if it overheats at 400 feet and just blows up? It's the new right. Samsung phone of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you get I'm a parachute good. with that? Not with my life, man. <laughs> nah, is the airbag replaced by a parachute? That's all I want to know. I do and think I it's want cool you to wrap me in a big bubble. Like, pivoting to the electric car the flying stuff like they're really taking it serious i don't know if we'll see any of the cool cool stuff in our generation like the one that floats into a briefcase that you just walk into your employer with but right i think it's really cool to see them at least taking it serious and trying to do something right. like i feel like it's like a concept car like they you, you never get the concept car they just yeah, yeah this yeah. is the, the craziest thing we could do but by the time we bring it to market we've like watered it down a million so I wonder, mm-hmm. like, what is the watered-down Toyota Camry of flying drone cars? I like? think <laughs> it's gonna be akin to like a um, like a private jet. Ah, that makes sense. Like, it's, cause it's not it's gonna go. Like, yeah, because those yeah, are. It's, it's not gonna go general traffic. You know, it's not gonna be like, okay, everybody, it's now twenty yeah. fifty. Yeah, we got flying it. cars. But the like, rich, just the like things, they they bragged about the G five, they were bragging right, about right. the Cadillac flying drone. I'm with you. That's, that that makes perfect sense. I think Good. we'll see that way before we die, before we see like oncoming flying traffic. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Because you know, I mean, they got they got jetpacks technically right now. So, but like, you know, that that one rich dude from Britain, he has it, I think, and maybe a couple, probably probably um, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here, here, here are the shoes. The shoes that I could just hear. I, they look like a game. Oh, they are a graphics card, pretty much. They would be fire without all that stuff. <laughs> but then, would they be the shoe? <laughs> <laughs> would it be what it was presented? To? What, uh, Them shoes got 120 frames per second on it. You, you're walking in in 40. I'm just trying to get from the car to the dad on the stove. <laughs> I feel oh, like man, the I old guy is like, get off my lawn. I got some Yeezys I could give you then. All you could do is sandals. Wow. 
I want I want to hear what you all had to say about this one. Oh, before before we start talking, Mike, play the video, please. I could never wear this shoe, but it's fascinating <laughs> to look at. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it looks like, like I wish that I could pump the tongue in the fan with Spain. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, this is crazy, Josh. I mean, it's got LEDs in it. It's got the the fan on the back. Like I feel like I have to charge them every fifteen minutes while I'm wearing them. <laughs> I just die before I even make it where I'm going. Like, Hold on, we're going to race, but I got to charge my, my shoes. Yeah, man. Right. Like, oh, what you want to do, basketball? Oh, that's a 15-minute charge. A 15 minute How long are we playing? Two pickups? Oh, 85, oh, shoot, 85, 85 minutes, son. So, uh... Our radiator <laughs> overheat. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> How's your blizzard account looking? Because we can charge today. I really like this one. Oh, shit. There you go. <laughs> no, no, you got you to play the music. Just cut it down. Just cut it down. This guy, I didn't see the Yu-Gi-Oh at the back. That's pretty cool. And I like that they actually control it with the IzzyXT software. Like, wow. You can't even bend the shoe, though. This is amazing. Good for people that are creative. This, this, this is art. That's art. That's, 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 it's just art at this point. You can't put yeah. that shoe on. You can't. No. You have to walk flat-footed as hell to just walk. Oh my goodness! Okay, man. So, um, I so give I give it a yay. I give it a yay for um. You for, give it a yay? Would you? I give, would you not not, not so to wear. Like uh, I would just I, like to have them as a cool shoe. Yeah, I just see it as an art piece. You say you just wouldn't a, wear them. Though. Just an art piece. I would never wear them. Just an art. Ah, piece. That's it. That's know, it. Jay. I feel like when you own a pair of shoes like that in your house, it says something about you. I don't know what it says. I am pretentious and. It's speedy as fuck. <laughs> but I, mean, I, I like, I'm I like the married, so it's not like I'm gonna get judged. Like she's gonna stop loving me now. I don't know. For what that cost, she might. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't know it was this bad. <laughs> true that. True that. You said they had honorable mention. Yeah. So honorable mentions from CES. Nothing really worth talking about. But they're starting to push that. Uh, the rollable displays. And like wearable displays where you actually have screens on your body or that can move. Right. I think the best example is like now how you have the Galaxy Fold. They have one that kind of stretches out. I don't really see a big difference in the size of the screens to make it like really noticeable. But I think they need to improve it to the point where it's like I could have something like maybe this small and I could stretch it into like, I don't know, something like sizable or in between to show people, you know, something if I'm doing something with a group. Especially for work, like that would be cool, but I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's really like, man, I really wish my phone would fold. You know? I think oh, that's just people that are super into technology. I mean, we talked about this when it first came out. Like, I see it being good for like military use or the industrial um, side of things, I, but at the same time, I like. Because I, I thought so, but I just feel like it's not. Needed. Rollable display has too many failure points for it to be a military device to me. Right. I can see that. But I'm, I don't know. Maybe they could prove me wrong. Yeah, I mean... That was it. I, just, I see you seem kind of underwhelming overall. It's 2021, man. I kind of like what, it just to see what's do? coming for the year. Like, um, and, and be just in case you didn't know, like CES is like a consumer entertainment show. They usually do it in Vegas. But it's like all the stuff that's going to happen that year. I didn't really see anything that was cool, like the skinny, flat, 
frame picture frame TVs are big now, so I expect to see yeah. that the 8K stuff is getting cheaper. So I expect to kind of see that trickle down a little more. Mm, but sure. other than that, it was kind of like some healthcare stuff and then the usual suspects. I don't know if people were just not as interested because it was like remote and you couldn't really go to Vegas and do it like they used to, but it just didn't seem like it had the same like bang that it usually has. Like, oh, CES week. Like it was like, oh, CES started like three days ago. Oh, okay. Right. I guess I'll check out some videos. Yeah, I mean that could be also because of the um the pandemic too, kind of yeah. every every huge um like you know like um GamerCon, Comic Con was either watered down or barely existing. All the gaming stuff was always remote, so I think the pandemic had a big effect on that. I agree. I agree. I think it's hard to replicate that online. Like yeah, like it's virtually impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Like game, like I don't mind the game because like I just want the um the info in this and some of the information like when he did like the big um showcases mm-hmm. i was never impressed by it. like the last 20 years has always been like really whack but when he started doing like xbox did theirs online it was like i got my information right then and there and i got to see the game whatever they had to present yeah. about all the um the cringy um executives coming down and be like okay guys we're gonna talk about that. like just just shut up just shut- i just want to see the game but i can i can see why people like it because I, I i did go to one ces in my life CS um, yeah. makes would be the exemption, I think. Yeah, cause... and it was like just being able to like walk those halls and it's just like slide after slide right. of stuff that they can show you or like the big Xbox display where it's like, oh wow, I gotta go see that. Cause like usually there's certain stuff that's like they bought a lot of space and then you're it's gonna catch your eye. You're gonna go walk over. Right, right. Like you're gonna go. So yeah. I, I think like you miss that. And it's different just seeing it. Like I I would just happen to be able to time it to go and be able to like check one out. Like I would, I don't know if I would go again because the people, the amount of people is overwhelming. Like it's, Oof. it's overwhelming. Like Good especially anxiety, post COVID, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna keep it to like medium sized group people, like right fresh, fresh out. No more than 150 people. Let's, let's, let's be real with it. <laughs> but yeah, like you said, John, I think it was really impacted by COVID. But on the gaming news front, I do want to hear your feelings let me put on, on my where cyberpunk is so like since it first come out bunch of problems bunch of updates oh man a bunch of unfulfilled promises and people just, trying to get paid as quickly as possible so they made some heart. apologies said you know obviously that they're working on things i think you know at some point it'll be better i'm just chalking this game up to like a no man's sky status where eventually it'll be playable and it'll be a really good game in his defense, before you say anything, Josh, I will say with <laughs> like sexy PC games or PC setups, right. a lot of them are reporting that it was highly playable and they were able to play through and beat the game. There mm-hmm. were some uh, really bad, you know, you know, graphics setup like stuff. It, it wasn't that their system couldn't handle; it was just bad gaming stuff still present. But it was a much right. much better experience than a lot of console people, and I think PlayStation people probably had the second best experience. Whereas right. I think Xbox S and X and S owners had the worst experience. So where do yeah. you think about the whole thing of where it is now with the gaming world? Uh, okay, so before I start, let me um I don't know if Bernard got to catch up on that one because that was kind of a not a tricky thing, but just you have to be like aware of it to be known of it. So yeah. uh, a game from um CD Projekt came out, hyped up for the last eight years, and yeah. <laughs> thank you. And when it when they launched on all major systems and even the PC, it came out with bugs. It came out with um, elements missing. 
it came you know it was just like things that you would not expect for eight years of development okay it, they had it all but of course if you had the higher end stuff it played smoother there wasn't as many hiccups but i still feel even for advertisement wise that you know the apology i, I get and i you know i people make mistakes i don't no matter what form or fashion people make mistakes but you have to kind of tread that line like was it a money grab that y'all were just trying to do or was it a legit like hey we didn't know this was going on right okay. so like you have to take that with a grain of salt um and like i said the game i haven't played it yet but from what i've seen what i've heard you can play through the game if you have a perfect pc you know fine cool but i think for the hype for the immersion that they presented um the graphics graphics look great no matter what like even if you got that five seconds of gameplay the aesthetics was beautiful like i love the look of the game i love the idea of what you could do in it which wasn't too much more than what i've already seen but it was in cyberpunk world so if you remember cyberpunk you know like blade runner think of blade runner okay. you know you got cyborgs you got people being um, augmented bodies so you can just upgrade and that's floating cars so you had everything that type of atmosphere of a game was it's not seen too much in, in that type of um, medium so i was excited for that however like they like they to me they failed in everything like it may be playable oh, wow. but i know if, if i bought that game and played it i would i would have bought just a regular game but like i said y'all, y'all hyped it for i'll say i won't say they hyped it for eight years but they definitely hyped it for like the last four years because they had Keanu Reeves talk about it. He was talking about the game because he was in the game. So they had Keanu Reeves. They had actors and you know people just being like, okay, it's going to be a new wave of gaming. And from what I've seen review-wise, it doesn't look anything that I haven't played before. You know? um, the apology, do I give that a yay? I give it a yay only in the sense that I, I won't blame the workers. You know, because... Uh, I would more blame the executives that were behind it because they pushed this game out. And as I mean, I feel like Mike said give it like a No Man's Sky achievement. I would, I couldn't even give it a No Man's Sky because No Man's Sky was a indie developer that just, they just were over, in over their heads, you know? Yeah. This is a AAA company that's made fire games. It, it comes out every few years, but they made fire games more detailed than this game, in my opinion. So I think it was more like a money grab. Mike has some information on that because you said they, you heard that they had, um, what was it, Mike? Something about stocks maybe, or just yeah, general? there was some stuff about them like uh, doubling up on stock stuff before everything sold in order to make more money and like little dirty stuff like that. You know the typical stock market stuff that always sounds grimy to people that don't do the stock market every day. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I just think overall, man, like not not even make it like simple. Like I just felt like, like you said, even though it's a big company, it was like a triple A, there were high expectations. Like I at this point, I just kind of feel with the amount of money they made, like even with all the refunds, I think at last check it was like somewhere between thirteen and seventeen million on the game. Oh, in terms of like, refunds, I think people are still interested. Like I, yeah, like once are. I saw that, I was like, oh, maybe I just need to chill. I'm overreacting. Because people mm. clearly are still spending money on the game. Because wow. even with all the, because like I, like you said, Josh, last time we were talking about the refunds, even with all that, they still cleared yeah, yeah. 13 to 17 mil. Like, oh, that's crazy. But I, like you said, it's eight years worth of hype. 
you have to sell something. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you, you're gonna it was have just your... disappointing. I think that's how I felt after that. Like it was one of those things that, like, even as an outsider looking in, you thought it was gonna be a certain level, certain quality. Um, it was just like a disappointing because it was like I was so hyped and everybody thought they were gonna see it. Like imagine this, Bernard. Um, okay. Let's say let's say um, you have like some type of equipment you use for your beer, and you're you're committed to this. You know what? I love this brand. And, you know, in and out, I'm always get that next generation of it. And let's say, you know what, they take a few years off to to make the next best brewery hype machine. Like, you know what, this will make your beer faster, stronger, better. Yeah. And yeah. it falls flat. Like, you do yeah. everything that they say perfectly, and it just falls flat. Yeah. And this company is not like a like a local company. It's a, it's a, a, big, it's a big company. Like, they right. have tried tried and true succeeded. And okay. it's just not a simple mistake. They knew what they were doing when they let this machine out. Wow. So you get that machine, you make your beer, you're like, oh shit, it's about to be the best port I ever made. Right. And it tastes like your, it tastes worse than your worst port you ever made with, <laughs> with, with, with younger, younger generation. Right. So it's like, you know. Wow. I, I feel like some companies you can give them that slack. EA, don't get that slack. Um, if you're well, I was going to ask the question, you know, would a a gaming system like or a gaming company like EA Sports or EA or whatever it's called, would mm-hmm. they would you give them a reprieve? I mean, will they will they will they get a pass for that? Or is this will this truly hurt this brand? I wouldn't I would I would just hate it for the workers, to be honest. Because okay. it's not it's not their decision. Like they're gonna do they're doing what they're told to do. Sure. You know And I, I think like on from my side, like I, I thought, like, the way that people, the internet was reacting to be real B, like, sometimes mm-hmm. you hear, like, all that stuff bubbles up, and you're like, oh, oh burn it down. But yeah. then when the numbers come out, and it's, like, 17 mil, like, yo, y'all clearly are buying y'all this doing game okay. like crazy. So, to yeah. me, I think it's one of those, like, the noise is really loud, but I think a lot of people are willing to work with the company mm-hmm. and give them a chance. That's that's the only reason I say No Man's Sky, Josh, because No yeah. Man's Sky, they did give them a chance, and the users stuck around. Mm-hmm. Then there's people that really like that game now, but right. I think like right now, like the, the the thing that makes me worried is I think everybody thinks it's okay to drop a beta that's broken. Exactly. Like it's okay uh-huh. to drop a game that's not complete, get the money up front, and then promise development on the back end. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. But it's like a gamble on you, uh, whether or not you want to do that. So I, I don't like that. That's I think that's my biggest takeaway because I used to see this with like a lot of indie studios, like. People that don't have the money, that's one thing, because, like, I need to release in order to, like, keep putting money on keep the up. table right. while I'm developing. That's why I get but, no like, skin when a huge company does it, it's, you know, it's just a bad taste in your mouth. So it's I think a, that's that's my I, view of it more than anything. So we're on the same page for the most part, because if you're a triple A, you're taking advantage of yeah. the so the you got fan... more than enough resources to right, not right. be that bad. So, but, like, yeah, yeah, so we're on the same page, because No Man's Sky, yeah. like, they were just trying to to break even so they can make more but they just they just hyped up too much and i play that game now like after i think four years but i haven't played it i didn't play in the very beginning uh i i waited till they fixed it and then i started playing it mm-hmm. but i get the hype because like okay this game is fun but i could only imagine playing this the first few months when it had like maybe less than 90 percent of what they what i have now so the people that committed to that i give them props because they gave this little company a chance I just can't give that same chance to a triple A company because to me it's about the money and they just they don't care about the little man, you know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. Um, I probably I, I might get it on sale one day. If they throw in a game pass, I'll play it. I'm not gonna buy it. It'll get there eventually. I think Microsoft is gonna make that happen. I think the more think people so complain, the faster it. it'll get there. But I think I think they're gonna try. I think they made their money and it's just gonna go through the system like everything yeah. else. I think this is gonna be like a runoff movie progression. Like yeah. it drops, you get it for full price, moves on where you can get it other places, and then finally it'll come to uh, the gaming stream services. Away from gaming, uh, new movies coming. I enjoy the cheesy Mortal Kombat movies that pop up from every couple years. Did you watch Mortal Uh, Kombat, Bernard? I didn't. Uh, I did not. But But I I was curious because, you know, I played the game. Of course, I had the very first iteration of that. Right, right, right. Yes. So, of course, I I was drawn to it, but I've not seen the movie. Okay. I mean, I think you'd be, I think you, I. You're not missing anything. It's one I of think those you things where it's good. I don't have anything else to do. This is like something to throw on right. while I'm doing X in the background. Like it's one of those to me. Like none of them are amazing, but I, to me, it's one of those things where the concept is so open ended. Like it should be such an entertaining movie. Like to me, right. I would love to get the Fast and Furious people to do Mortal Kombat. Like that to <laughs> me would be ridiculous. Because you need I to mean, do the video game justice. That's why we all played it. That's why we all care. Yes, Just yes. do the ridiculous, crazy stuff that we want to see. Yeah, they need absolutely. to, man. Um, you got the pictures up? I didn't see the pictures. Yeah, so I'm going through them now. So, okay. like, I will say, like, it, I... I just feel like this is a like it's one like I said the concept is so like if you do it right it can be really good. Because the story is so stupid, you already know going in. You don't need to come into <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah. Right, there should be no expectation. Just, just, just give me some right. awesome fight scenes. Like, go go ask The Rock what he's doing. Get him to play Jax. Done. <laughs> oh, Steve Harvey. Okay. Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jax. Oh, man, um... I wish Steve Harvey would play Jax. That'd be hilarious. Oh, man. Ah, that'd, that'd, be a, that'd be the quickest way to get me off the yeah. bed. <laughs> I don't even know where you get a suit customized for Jack set. <laughs> I know, right? You just gotta, you gotta have these 15 pieces. <laughs> oh, man. I like the character models, though. Um, the characters, the actors. Uh, oh, is that supposed actors. to be uh, Kano? Kano? Yeah. yeah. They look, yeah. I mean, they look small. They look more realistic, I think. Yeah. Compared to the game. Um, well, This I, is a good picture right here, though. It is. That's cool. If he throws the hat one time, I'm all for it. He's, he's got to throw it more than once, man. The ice oh. Is- so you know Sub Zero? Did you watch the um? Has anybody watched the Raid? The Raid? Yes, it's an Indonesian no. movie or a Thailand. No, I haven't heard it. Oh, what? The I could have swore I could have swore I made you download that movie. The Raid. So the Raid. Oh man, it's got one of the hottest fighters that's out right now, man. Okay. Um, but damn, hey, look look for the Raid, man, because I could have swore you had it. Guess not. Nah. Shit. Okay, yeah. So what's the that, raid? So okay, the first is two movies. It's the raid. It's got um that Sub Zero is one of the actors in the movie. Okay. And um it's like a SWAT. It's a I want to say Indonesian SWAT team or time. Either way, it's somewhere in the Middle East. It sounds familiar. I don't know that I've seen. You it may have heard of it. You may have heard of it. But um it's pretty much this this team. They are infiltrating this um building to take out a mobster. Okay. You know clean gunfights for like the first few minutes first few fights and then it gets to the kung fu part oh man when i was talking about that's in my top five of kung fu movies okay of martial arts movies whatever it's just it's clean 
It's sexy. It's brutal. It's gritty. Um, this the last fight you see is like five minutes long, but oh my god, man, it's just <laughs> whoa! I bought my dad. It's like dad, you need to watch. I bought this for you. Watch it. That guy right there, he's he's one of the hot new fighters that's coming up in the movie scene right now. Okay. Um, the guy that's playing Sub Zero, he had a really, really, really good fight in the movie as well. But um, great choreography. So like, I mean, watch the raid. If you have not watched the raid, please watch the fucking raid. Okay. <laughs> it's in top five. It's up there with Bruce Lee movies right there, right now. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a huge endorsement great. right there. Oh my god, Thanks. I do I do not deny my Y'all words. Don't make this don't make this your iron fist, man. This will not I I could get Yeah, that's a big statement. You gotta I hold him to that B. I give Bruce you a black Lee? boss guarantee. Black boss okay. guarantee. This no, is not Bernard, you you hold that honor forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh I would never endorse a movie that I like I, I would only like. I, I I have a good feeling that you would like this movie. Okay, cool. Cool. MJ, he would definitely like this movie. Definitely. It's on my radar. Please let me know when you watch it, because I might watch it again this, this weekend, to be honest. Oh, wow. But uh, Mortal Kombat looks to be coming up pretty pretty good, I think. Um, I'm, I don't know. Like, I wish it was... I wish they didn't do live action. I kind of wish they did just pure animation again. Like the um the Scorpion movie that came out last year. Like if they could do I, the I whole. Don't mind it. I I just feel like if they do it, they just really need to give them like they have to Fast man. and Furious budget. Like you really gotta put those special. But that's the thing, man. I'm I'm afraid like, that's to, why people not, watch it. I'm afraid they're not gonna do it, man. Yeah, if it's because you and me, we're we're down for that storyline. It's gonna be dumb, but yeah, they gotta do it. You need that kind of franchise. You just need the freedom to be like. Just keep it close to the game. Yeah. You know, like, but, this would be a good one to bring uh your boy Michael Bay in on. Like he would be great for this, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I actually I mean, if only you could if you just could take the um the graphical and the action sense of Michael Bay. I don't want him to stray away too far from the story though, because I, oh, I like I see the story. what you're saying. Because he yeah, usually like, does sometimes. Like I love yeah. Michael Bay's certain movies. He like, just I made him the SFX guy. Pretty much. Like, you know, the rock, the rock was great. Bad Boys 1 was good. Bad Boys 2 was pretty good. Bad Boys for I, Life? Ah, nigga, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to rip my headphones out on you, man. I just, uh, <laughs> I just had to yank my headphones out, man. I, just can't, I can't do it, man. I was like, who wants? They're coming up with this, all these sequels that I didn't really ask for. Like ten years after, so like. Oh, speaking of sequels, B. Oh, you're older. You're older. I, I respect your opinion on this. Know I come with it. How do you feel about them remaking Coming to America? No, no, it's it's a sequel. It's a sequel. Okay, sequeling Coming it's, to America. I'm 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 fearful because I mean we all recognize it, right? I mean it's hard when when the first one is so fire. Yes. You come, the second right. one, look, you you better blow up somebody. It's, I mean it's got to be. So I'm fearful. Of course I'm going to see 20 it. 20 years later, that's what makes me more. Yes. Because it's going to be influenced by today's generation. Exactly. Do you think we get new Eddie or old Eddie? Or right. what age are you think we get in? I no, think we're kids are older, so I'm hoping he's a little more raw. Well, and I wonder. I mean, Eddie's got like 97 kids. Right. Yeah. And so <laughs> I wonder if you're going to get the kinder, gentler. You're not going to get the Eddie Murphy from Raw. Yeah. You're delirious. You're not. I mean, that's what we want. But... 
Like, what's what's the what's the rating? Have you seen the rating for it, Mike? What's the rating for this movie? If it's if it's PG thirteen, I'm already I'm a hundred percent gave up on this movie. If it's a hard R, I have I, got, I give it a chance. Okay, so let's you let's got some let's, folks let's, in there. It's gonna be R. I I gotta believe it. I, I, you will be surprised, Bernard, how the rating system goes nowadays. Like, yeah. I, movies I expected to be like. Oh my god. Oh, see, I told you, I told you, I told you. Oh and the, was the original coming to America? Was it R? It had to be. It was. It was in I the eighties. Well, they were a little bit more strict. They were. They were like the way they rate things is different. Like it was R. Oh, see. Yeah, well, see? You know, so you you got folks walking around butt naked in PG-13 movies now, so you, Back I, this then, might be yeah, the equivalent. What does that even mean now? Yeah. I don't know, like, PG-13, like, I've, I've seen horror movies that were PG-13, and it shows. Right. Expendables 3 was PG-13, and it shows. Yeah. Okay. And I didn't even know it was a PG- When I first watched Expendables 3, I thought it was a, a hard R, like the first two. Yep. Midway, I was like, something's wrong about this movie. <laughs> And then yeah, really, I, I think it's right, I think it's kind of gentler, Eddie. Like I think I have my hopes up since he was coming back to stand up. Yeah. And like, like I, me and Josh talked last time about like, uh, so so Kevin Hart tried to do the Dave Chappelle thing where he's like older, introspective, kind of talking about life, and it didn't hit the same it way. Did hit. Like it did. Yeah, I heard about. It. And I was ex- I was wondering was Eddie going to try to do the same thing, but Eddie's way, you know, because I would expect Eddie to be kind of in a similar place, right. but. I don't know. I guess, I, like you said, I think it makes more sense that he doesn't now. I was it's, hoping that he did. It's not gonna be like the first one. It's it no, might it's it might have might have some resemblance of like some funny jokes. Like the barber scene, I watched the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. I chuckled. Like I was like, oh, this is funny because that that group of people that he plays mm-hmm. in the barber was that's iconic, you know? Right. And it's hard yes. to do iconic twice. Right. And yes. then you, got, you got like Tracy Morgan in the movie, which I'm not a big fan of Tracy Morgan, but he's funny. He he has funny moments, but I could not do a movie of Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so, I never tried to even watch his show, so I. So like, I'm hoping that he's like in there for a bit or two, like maybe maybe a funny bit for like three, like you know the rule of three, like he comes in, he's he's the guy making this funny joke one, two, three times, and mm-hmm. then he's done. I'll I'll give him that. Like okay. you remember like in um in um, Gridiron when he was the cheeseburger? No, that was that was um he was the gay guy in Gridiron Gang. <laughs> but you know um. Example is uh, Terry Crews with the cheeseburger guy in um, Gridiron Gang in the new ones. Yeah, yeah. I got I got these cheeseburgers yeah. for you in jail. Like how you get these cheeseburgers? <laughs> and he came up, you know, three or four times. Funny. That was that was his only role in the whole movie. If Morgan has that kind of role in the movie, then cool. But that's only that part. Everything else, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know how soft it's gonna be. It's 20 years later, so. Are the jokes gonna fall the same way? Are they gonna use the same jokes? Right, are they gonna use yeah. new jokes? Can this can these new jokes work with this type of template? You know? Well, I mean, who again? I think. Well, I shouldn't even say again, but I wonder who's the audience? Who's he going for? Is he going for me? It's that too. That's the, he can't get you, man. Because like you say, you it's you can't. We got your Picasso, man. It's beautiful. Just leave right. it alone. Like, I don't know. want no changes. So I think it's for the new generation. I think this is a Scott. money grab for the new gen. I, I really just don't think see so. the new gen checking for Eddie like that because everything Eddie's so. in has been for kids. Like exactly. nothing it's, about it's what Eddie's do doing little. makes me it's, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I gotta see it. Well, well the kids point, it's like the twenties and stuff like that. I feel like it's going to be a bunch of people that has seen the first one from that age group and they go see this one. It's going to be, disappointing. be disappointing. That's I think that's the like the miss. Unless they can hit you in the feels just enough to be like, ah, oh, it's close enough. Right, right. I don't know. That's going to be enough, but it's going to take a lot of feels, man. 
I just want a good right. movie, and I don't think they can do that. And I would rather them leave it alone and let me have what's good. What just stop it? tainting it. It's it's because uh, then it's gonna be like, oh, you want to watch Coming to America? Oh, the good one or the bad one? Right, one, right, or, right. You know? one or two, because it Black should be just right. one. Jeez, Black yeah. is right. I really think it's just gonna be like, I, I hate to say, it, but I think it's a money grab because they know they're gonna get the old audience. They're gonna get us oh, three. Yeah. I mean, people in our age group, they're gonna get us. But yeah. it's gonna be made for. And it'll it'll be a real money grab. It's not McDowell's and it's McDonald's this time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. high McDonald's endorsement. Will. That'll tell me everything I need to know right there. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, but I mean that's how I feel. I think I I'm not super excited. Okay. But uh, speaking of which, let's let's talk about my boy Kyrie. Uh, Kyrie Irving, we gave him a new nickname. Yes, sir. Kanye of basketball. (laughs) 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 My man's burning sage. And we say this because Kanye is, I mean, I'm not going to say that man's a hero, but he's definitely one of our people that we, especially in college times, we grew up watching. I mean, listening to. That was like, like for like a good period of growing up, like for that time of your life where you're really into music and you're really mm -hmm. changing a lot. I feel like he had the soundtrack to my life at that period. Yes, because I listened to a lot of Kanye. Like all those anthems, I felt like were during significant parts of my life. College dropout. I was in college. Like, should I drop? I mean, I wasn't like, should I drop out because of Kanye? But I was like, I get what he was talking about. Yeah, yeah, no. Yo, so you decided you were finished? You know, types of like, yo, I I got that. Um, you know. Okay. His first three pretty much was like like Mike said, the soundtrack of my life. Cause I I get it, I got it. I, wow. I went through my own path with Kanye, but it was a whole different path, obviously. Wow. But Kyrie, oh so the reason why I'm talking about Kanye is because I get what Kanye's saying like 90% of the time. It's his presentation. Hey, what's up, homie? Everybody said hi. Hi. Hey, what's up, everybody? But um, with Kanye, um, I get what he's trying to say. His presentation is where I have to be like, I got to draw the line, dude. Like, I get what you want to say. I get what you want to do. I can kind of endorse it, but the way you're doing it, like, you make me don't want to endorse you. Yeah. So that's the conflict with me and Kanye. Like, yeah, yeah. I get it. just has, I, like, roots I, back I, in the flat earth stuff conversation and all of that. I just find it, Kanye entertaining. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye, Kyrie entertaining. Like, it used to be like, wow, this guy's really good at basketball. Now I'm just like, what is this dude going to say next? Like, right, it's right, right, crazy. Right. So I enjoy the Sage Burning. Which, like, I, 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 so funny enough, I had just found out about Sage Burning because I was watching, like, this thing on YouTube called, like, record roulette and the dj goes in picks three records and he makes a beat right on the spot it's real cool and david banner did it and like before they got started he pulled out the sage it was like yo gotta burn the sage get this bad energy up out of here and i was like oh okay that's what black people are doing now okay we doing that all right we burning sage okay we call it roots in the south right so like then like the whole kanye thing came and like i, I mean the Kyrie. Thing, i keep calling kanye now the Kyrie thing came Hey. And I followed it, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like, I thought he, you know, I don't really judge him any different because some of those guys handle stuff different. Like, you're a millionaire under a microscope. Everything you say, you know, you didn't really say anything too crazy. Could you have said and done stuff better? Yes. But it really hadn't got out of control. The same thing I found wild just because it was like... In the gym? I don't know. Like, if I was going to go play pickup at the court, and yeah, a dude out came out and started burning sage. I'd be like, yo, what's what's that? What you got going? <laughs> what was, 
first off, I'm not picking you up. That's a, that's a sign. I'm good. You got next. Yes. Yeah. You're that but dude that's like, I don't know. Like, I, I looked it up just because I was curious. Because I was like, I never really ran into anybody ever talk about this shit before. But in fairness to him, apparently it's a Native American tradition. Yeah. He leans heavy into the Native American stuff. Um, so I, I guess, like, that makes sense. Um, I will say off the court, it seems like he has a good head on the show because he's doing a lot for people. Right. He's trying to care for people that are in bad situations. Like, I think he bought the home for... Uh, George Floyd. George Floyd. Um, he'd been given to WNBA. A lot, a lot of other stuff like that. So I will say it's real cool to see him do stuff like that. But as far as, like, him as a basketball player, it's like, wow, man, like, you are all over the place. Like, you are an intriguing character. <laughs> that character arc. <laughs> yeah, like Josh said, like, this guy has the most intriguing character arc ever. And I was like, yo, that is probably the best way I've ever heard Kyrie explained in a really long time. <laughs> I, I had never heard that. That That isn't interesting. I mean, as I was telling Josh, I'm, I'm a Duke fan. And mm-hmm. so... I had I had the luxury of seeing oh, him invested. play at Duke. Yeah, oh yeah. So I saw him his freshman year play when they went to the NCAA, uh, you know, the tournament, and you know. So I'm a I'm a Kyrie fan. Yeah. I'm a Kyrie fan when you know he was in Cleveland by himself before LeBron yeah. came back and blah blah. You know, this whole Earth is flat thing. <laughs> you know, it's just like you're college educated. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, and I so now I'm... his whole. It, it, this mercurial kind of just—he's just different. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe I think I just don't understand it. Right. See, see. Uh, I just don't Kanye. understand it. Right. That's the, that's Kanye, Kanye, I want. <laughs> that is appropriate. Bravo. Yes. Bravo. I feel like that sound is Kanye right now. <laughs> like. I mean, Kyrie. I keep doing it. I mean, it's the same person at this point. You got the Kanye basketball and the Kanye of music. Well, so here, I wonder. Let me ask you all a question. Let me ask you all this. Please. Kyrie came into the league at a very early age. I mean, he played one year in college. And it really, it was, let's call it nine months he played college basketball. He was in college for nine months before he went to the league. So you're coming into the league at 19 years old. I'm giving you millions and millions of dollars. We've heard this cautionary tale a million times and just trying to navigate life. And it wasn't that he came from one of those situations, but he's just trying to navigate life. Mm-hmm. I think Kanye had some, a similar, you know, mom's a black PhD mom, mm-hmm. you know, you know, mm-hmm. Kanye's not that guy. No. And I think so, his uh, uncle's like Rod Strickland. So he's been around money and basketball right. and fame. And- right. And so I wonder, you know, I wonder more about Kanye. Is, is this truly some mental health stuff? And why he's mm. bad. Are we talking about Kanye or Kyrie? Well, I'm sort of blending <laughs> yeah. the two. So, okay, so, okay. My the- so my theory off that is not that it's like, uh, like mental health in the sense that like he's not well. I feel like someone has gotten his ear like on that higher level kind of we're thinking up here and the rest yeah, of the yeah. world's down here. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, uh, like the whole, you know, peon thing with the news and the whole... Like, that was part of it, but I just wonder if it's, like, like the Illuminati confirmed. Like, he's starting <laughs> to believe these strange things that I feel like money and power. Like, sometimes I always wonder, like, how rich people start believing, like, that Scientology stuff. Like, maybe he's not mm. believing that, but I feel like somebody's in his ear giving him these alternative theories. Like, yo, you know uh, white people really did this, right? You know, like, okay. Like, 
I get it. Yeah, Let's yeah. just calm down with some of these things sometimes. Because I, I deal a rock with you there, Mike. I, mm, it's okay. um, it's more like an accept. It's more like what can you accept in the world today? You know, yeah. some people are easy to accept, like you said, the Illuminati. Some people accept the Rothschilds. Mm-hmm. Some people easy to accept that the Earth is flat, even though. That's a hard one to believe in my book, um, but I, I can't knock them because you know you got your beliefs. I'm just going. My thing is, don't push that shit on the me. Yeah, like I appreciate you questioning things. Right. Out right. of all of that, because you have like, to I can question respect things. that. But like yeah. I said, I just feel like the other side of that is like, mm-hmm. who are you listening to that's telling you? Right. This stuff? That's the. Th- who are you I mean, who's in your corner? Yeah. yeah as a exactly. fan, you have to like understand that they're people too. I guess. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're not going to understand what the hell they're going through because. I could tell you that I like peanut butter and pepperonis, and you'll be like, the fuck? I can't talk to this dude <laughs> ever again. Bernard likes Iron Fist after two episodes, <laughs> and yet we're still friends. <laughs> 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 this is what you can accept. Yeah, yeah. That's, that is fair. So that's fair. <laughs> and I, I watched the um the quick interview they did with Kyrie when he came back. Did you watch mm-hmm. that, Mike? I did. And like the one where he I was watched... like slumped over, like talking <laughs> <and> everybody. <laughs> right, right. I watched that, and like I watched the one with Stephen A. Smith. You know, kind of he had his clips over, it. and he, he said the same thing. I was thinking he was like, "What you said had nothing wrong. Like, you know, if you having mental health issues, if you're tired, if because you're you're not just a basketball player. You know, mm-hmm. you have different responsibilities, and you're drained. You got to do what you got to do. I get that, but at the same time, your presentation." gives you little chance of you know so, any type of so let me let me accept- build off of that so my only thing and i put this in the notes but i took it off because i was like i don't i don't know if i really want to have this conversation but since you brought it up like i will mention it Just bring it up baby. So I, I think like like you have to take into account that like espn Fox, all these people, they're storytellers. It's not just about showing you highlights because there's no right. value in that. You could watch a YouTube video and get that. You got to get the views. Like you need Stephen A to give you opinion and story and entertainment. So mm-hmm. like when 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 Kanye like when Kyrie does these things, he's not playing the game, so to speak. He's not answering the questions and giving the feedback that they would expect after the game. Like, we joke, like, oh, so-and-so had a bad game. They're going to ask him X question, and he's going to be like, oh, you know, we didn't share the ball. We got to move it better, play in the tempo. Like, we all know what they're supposed to say. And I I used to always, as a kid, like, it's stupid. I don't even like them asking questions because they're just going to say the same stuff. Exactly. But there's an expectation, and when you break the expectation, it kind of breaks the system. So I feel like what he's doing, he's not giving those storytellers, quote-unquote, their what they expect and then with him being as weird as he is i think they're not on his side yeah yeah like it's kind of like well i don't know this i don't know that but from the look of it it looks like this so i'm gonna write this story and i think like as a public like you start leaning that way because it's like wow this dude is crazy um when like it's not that bad but like because he's not doing whatever he's just not conforming yeah it looks it looks crazy it looks crazy so like i just think it's it's a lot of little things. Like I, I think I'll, if Kyrie started talking to the media more after games and not being as like shut off as he was and like talking down to him, like "Oh, you guys are peons compared to me," and blah blah blah. Like I think that relationship would change. And I feel like the way they write about him would change and the way people view him would change. Because right now he's like the bad guy of the NBA almost, like right. them in the Nets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which brings I, us to the super team talk. Yeah, true that. You're not um, a fan? I'm old. So, you know, <laughs> I'm a Patrick I'm a New like York me, fan. Patrick Ewing would never, 
Michael Jordan would, would never. never. And again, never. I'm the old guy. Get off my lawn, you know. And I say we <laughs> walk 37 miles in the snow, eight feet tall. But I'm with you. I think that my true thought is, I wonder if those three personalities, somebody's got to defer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Who's going to defer? Everybody can't get 40 points a night. It's just not going to happen. I mean, and I I, th- I used to be a huge fan of James Harden just because I, I appreciate his game. He wasn't flashy, but he's just breaking folks down. I don't think flops piss me off. Like, you know, oh, yeah, well, yeah. But I just wonder if, you know, right now we're still in that honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We used to play together, so you're my brother. You know, Kyrie's an out-of-this-generation talent. And as soon as you don't get your touches, mm-hmm. we're, about to show we're about to show out. So that's what I think. I mean, I'm not a fan of the super teams, not a fan of LeBron James doing all of that, even though he's a once in a generation talent. Right. I am a New York Knicks of the nineties. I'm a I'm a Bulls fan. I'm a that that's that's the era. And so you're that you're that generation. Yeah. That's exactly. I mean, we're we're three of us. So let me ask you this. You said one of them had to defer, so let's think about that, because it's gonna be on the coach. So, no, I'm going to stop you there, Josh. Like, I don't even know if it's the defer, bruh. Who the hell is going to play defense when the Cleveland Cavaliers lights you up for 147? They How many times do I need to put back? How many I need times? Only people approach. playing is Kyrie and Harden, so neither one of your guards is playing D, and Collis Sexton look like he's the all-star of the NBA. Man, <laughs> what are you going to do when real all-stars come? Like, who is going to play defense? That's, the, that's a really good question. That's... I mean, it's a really good question. You can afford to do this in the East. Right. You can afford to do this in the East. The Celtics aren't the Celtics of old. That's right? true. The Celtics are still nice. That's true. You don't have to yeah. play some defense. That's but, true. You know, these, I mean, you're going to play the Hornets? Okay. All right. Yeah, you know, That's yeah. why you get got by Cleveland. Because yeah. nobody's balling in the East like that. Twice. Thanks. They got beat yeah. twice. I mean, you, when, so they'll run through the, they'll run through the East. I truly yeah. believe that. Just off the sheer talent. But when right. you get into playoff basketball and then you let's say they get to the finals. Boat race. Yeah. Okay? Just because somebody's got to defer and so now nah, we're in the finals, so that I gotta get off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that but that's Bernard. Yeah. Nah, the comparison has been like to the Heat, and honestly, right out of the gates, it looks to be pretty accurate because the Heat didn't do that hot straight out of the gate either way. No. No. And I agree. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I have mixed feelings. Like, I feel like because the NBA ratings are down, I can see how this could bump ratings because everybody's like, oh, what's going to happen? But at the same time, like, I I really am starting to respect guys like Giannis, like Bill, like other guys. It's like, I'm going to just stay here. We're going to figure it out. Uh, Game Dollar. Guys like that. But at the same time, yes. Yes. He doesn't get any of the respect he deserves, bro. Any of it. Like, he, every, like, I, I, I forget, like, because he's on the West West Coast, we don't get as many as games, but playoffs hit, and, like, every time, like, man, this dude is crazy. He's dropping 40, 50 a night, which is yeah. why I, I think I was upset when Westbrook left um, because I, I didn't want him. To, he was the face of Oklahoma. Yeah. Why do you why do you let him go? And now he's yeah. a traveling basketball star now. And I, yeah, he's a, a journeyman, that's like, what they that call him. That was a really bad move for his career because I feel like he's just kind of in the ether because he's – I don't know that guys see him as a winning piece. Like, he's the one that's going to push over his top. Like, I feel like he's consistent in what he does, but I don't know that he's a winning piece 
and I'm concerned about what that means for him going forward. Because I think Bill is gone. Bill's leaving hit the Wizards whether he wants to or not. not probably. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that that is just a matter of time now. I um, just see uh, Dame sort of, but I see Westbrook as the linkage to Kobe. He plays like Kobe. It's agreed. Yes. That's my intensity, or you leave. You yes. Yeah. And that's why I think I'm such a fan of his. I mean, yeah. I don't. The NBA doesn't speak to me. No. Now that Kobe's gone, it just doesn't. I, I no, I can. I, I respect that. that. Yeah, I, I would say he's. Yeah, that just like I never really thought about it until you said it. But yeah, I, I can see that. But it's more. There is a big difference in the, how he plays. I think. I think mm-hmm. is there that with the generation that he plays with doesn't. I, I think gravitate Kobe. towards it. Like with Kobe, you gravitated towards Kobe. Kobe's a throwback, man. And but it's like it's really a gravitate towards thing, Josh. Like it's a, it's a grind. It's a where's your heart yeah. at? Are you afraid to get in there and do the ugly plays? And those I would guys say don't do Butler's that. more like that. They, they don't. The and I I think for people like B, like I I 100% understand because there's certain guys you watch, like you can tell when it's not on and it's ugly yeah. and it's not on. It's like yeah. what are you what are you doing? And, and, and like I, I think Joel Embiid probably is one of those frustrating guys for me. Like this year he's much better, but yeah. he is one of those guys for me that's so frustrating because it's like you, you have yeah, every tool at your disposal. You should be yeah. so great, but it's yes. like you just choose to just yeah. not tonight. I'm, I'm, I'm emotional because I'm, sure. I'm not getting my foul calls and right, my elbow right, right. hurt. And I'm eating cheeseburgers for that's, the game. That's what I'm saying. It, I, it's a weird I thing. I mean, yeah, the players today they look, they look for fouls. I won't give them. I won't say all, Jay. I won't say all. Not, not, like not all, said, but like you have to, but as a point, whole, you have to kind of for give people it that like me, I can understand why the product isn't the same as it used to be. Right, right. Well, right. And to Josh's point, but Jimmy Butler is a throwback. He yeah. is. Don't he's 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 the guy that people gravitate like towards. Jimmy's great. Get Ja, ja Morant, great player. Love right. his work ethic. That boy will like run yeah. through mm-hmm. people. Yeah, he right, uh, yeah. Murray, I like. And but like as a whole, some stars that you would expect to have that like you're not on the stage that a Ja gets or a Murray gets or right. a Joker gets, but like you don't really grind like that daily. You're just surviving off your talent. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's why the NFL is probably still always going to be number one because the, the you have to grind. There's yeah, no way around. You can't hide it. Either that yeah, you get that talent that, would never be CTE. enough. <laughs> but that's, that's that's what I'm saying. Like um, Bill, Butler has more of a Kobe like. Uh, I would say, who'd you say? Who'd you say? Bernard had that Westbrook. Westbrook. Westbrook I mean, has like I, a lot of flash, a lot of skill, a lot of a yeah. uh, lot of lot a lot of drive. Yes. Like his drive. Like I remember, remember when we first did the podcast. I was like, Westbrook should get MVP because he had like all those triple doubles. He had all that, yeah. all that, going for him. But yeah. the thing is, people don't gravitate with him. Because he's he grates on you. I mean, think about it. Before Kobe became this beloved figure. He graded on folks. Everybody yeah. wanted to fight Kobe. But they He's eventually gravitated towards him. See what I'm saying? Because he but made them come along. But see, you know, like like the result, like you need the result. You got to win. Like yeah. you got to push those. Like you got to figure out a way to turn that into something. Like, like if 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 you're going to be that way to me and we keep losing, like I'm gonna stretch you off at some point. Like, fam, right. we not doing no better. Yeah. But like Kobe, to me, because of how great he was, like yeah. not only am I going to be enough to make the difference, but I'm going to push you. So you so can make a difference with me. Absolutely. Like but I, I don't think guys thing. have that no more. Like they can think... go be great by themselves, but they're not gonna push you to bring you to make you as great as you can. Cause he's not right, gonna right. talk to you like hey. Well Jimmy did that. I need you to hit yeah, me. that's yeah. what that's like, what I'm saying. Like, Jimmy like but like you said, Jimmy's Jimmy known for not being abrasive with it. Like I don't know that guys can handle that abrasive talk 
I mean, and it's, it seems like, like you said, it's generational. It's only certain guys that grew up, a, like like John Moran for me or Murray to me. I just remember how their father. They talk about how their dads raised them. They're used to that that shit. Like when I yeah, listen yeah. to like Jerry Rice talk about catching bricks, like they're used to a rough <laughs> upbringing. Right. And they can do yes, what can it do. takes to win. Like me catching a hard ball is nothing if I done caught a hundred bricks in a row that day before I even came out. Next, so next. I, I like you said, it's just a, a strength. I had everything. I was AAU, so I can complain if I don't, you know, get exactly what I want immediately. And that's that's a bad thing. But I I do hope that because of how COVID impacted the NBA, all the money they lost, all the fans they lost for various reasons, there's a lot hungry. of them. I hope that that inspires them. And I, I feel like I can tell a difference this year watching, you know, lead pass or whatever, that some guys are playing harder than they typically would for games mm-hmm. not on TNT, games not on ESPN. True. Because I feel like the money's drying up. People are not as willing to just throw money at, a cons- like, oh, it's NBA. We'll just buy that sponsorship. It'll be fine. Like, they realize people are tuning out. Like, they're losing people like Bernard because they're not getting the grind, the work, and all of that. So I'm hoping that that changes because if not, I think it'll just be like it was where basketball was like a third, fourth tier sport at some point, and yeah. it just won't matter. Yeah, if it keeps up like this, I think basketball is going to prosper. And I think, just, last thing I'll say about this, I do think that the talking heads have something to do about this because the value on either you winning a championship and you not meaning anything is so high. I yeah. think guys are willing to do whatever it takes to put to one of those next to their name. I think, like, if you don't have that, you can't be in certain conversations. And I feel like the pressure to be in that makes them do this super team crap. Yeah, and, that, yeah, and that's yeah. part of it's part I, of it. I definitely, I was going to say that earlier, but yeah, I definitely agree with that because, I mean, I guess if I was in that position, would I want a ring as bad as some of these guys do? Because in the end of the day, I'm getting paid millions. For a sport that I, I don't know, play. if I'm hard, if I'm hard, I have to admit there's a part of me that at least understands that. I can't say I would do it, but I understand right. it. Yeah, I, I get, it. I get it. All these people, like you, I mean, I think part part of it is they're part of the greatest what if ever. All three right. of those dudes went on to be MVPs. Imagine if the Thunder would have kept them together. So that's right. little one. Yes. Because that's, that's that one. Sick. Like, you could have had a natural super team that you drafted of just you amazing drafted. talent. Yeah, well, from so that's one. Then number right. two, behind that, like, <laughs> like you, you, oh man, I brain fart. But like, I, I just felt like there was so much opportunity there. Like, all they really had to do was just kind of not chase it, and it, it would have been fine. But I think like just trying to chase it, everybody feeling like I gotta have it right now. Like, why KD mm-hmm. went to um, over there with the Warriors? Why LeBron went down with Miami? Like, a lot of these decisions are. If I don't win a ring in my career, like it was a waste. And I feel like Harden has tried to do it on his own. And like he's at that point in the career where I feel like a lot of them make the decision. I haven't done it on my own to this point. I need to focus on, I've got the money, I've got the contracts, the endorsements, whatever it is that was important before. I have all of those things, but I haven't won a ring. I'm willing to sacrifice whatever it takes to get to a place where I have the best opportunity. And it looks really messy when they do it, like the Nets. Yeah, it, does. It's like, it does. Let me ask you this. I mean, you all are not that much younger than me. Mm-hmm. Is Barkley less of a great player nope. because he never won? No. Is AI that's what I was, that's what I was saying. A, like, AI is perhaps... But so, 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 perfect example right here, B. So, I'm watching the game with, uh, U- I think it was Utah-Denver. I forget who it was the other day on TNT. 
Okay. So Spider comes up to do the interview. The first thing Shaq says to him, and it wasn't a big deal. I felt like it got blown out of proportion because they were like, oh, he's not respecting him. He, he's shitting on him after a good game. Right. But Shaq was like, well, I've watched you for a while. I don't feel like you have what it takes to be the best player on the championship team. They just won the game, bro. Just had a great game. Uh, 30-some points, 10 rebounds, 5 whatever it was. Great stats. And that's okay. the first thing I did. So that's why I say I feel like the, the talking heads, the respected pillars yeah. of that you know yeah. sport all they care about is that because it's like to me i realize that's a segregate it's, it's a way to segregate people it's, like it, absolutely do you yeah. have a ring no okay cool no, then you, you over here you're not in this conversation yeah i mean especially Shaq, because like if you watch i, I watch inside gaming a lot inside he gets all the big men that's all he does like he, if barkley has the a rudy point, gobert hate is crazy i feel like right. if i was rudy gobert i would want to fight rudy gobert is a defensive disgusting blocking defiler man he's just a beast man he, he blocks everything <laughs> but like Shaq is like I love Shaq's commentary but his mentality when it comes to what's a superstar I think it, it's offset from everybody else a little bit like you said Barkley is not less than Shaq in my opinion in terms of the greats he no. may not have a ring but he paved the way you know he he's he gave he he was one of those generals that you see yeah. on the court. He was like, a, he was a, Green should be giving salutes to Shaq right now. Right. You know, um, like, but Shaq a lot will always like, throw in, like, how many rings son. you got? <laughs> how many rings you got? How many rings you got? Like, it doesn't, like, and, I, and that's, it, that's my, so it matters, that's my mentality. Like it should be the entire conversation, Jay. No, no, exactly. Like, no. You, you me, and Bernard, we'll probably be like, if we were NBA all three together, mm-hmm. and we played for like five, eight, ten years, but we're, you know, we're we're making we're making some records every now and again. We're, you know, we made it to the playoffs a couple of times, whether we're on different teams or not. Yeah. If we somehow was to end our career without a ring, I would feel successful. Sure. I mean, I'm it's, it's gonna burn I be, that I never won yeah. one, but yeah, I'm gonna feel I'm not gonna feel like I was a failure. But I do feel like it ter- depends on what the team you were on. Like if you had the content, like if you were like right there, like right but see, there. See, that's see, that's then you could be like okay, okay. My 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 web, Josh, because I'm like, because like when you start saying like, oh, what team am I on? Well, then I'm a superstar. I'm powerful enough to get the whatever health team I want. I just go yell at Houston and be like, yo, I'm I'm good. I'm at the strip club. I'll get the training camp when I want. Mm-hmm. So and like the first thing he said was like, "Yo, I hated that I had to do that, but it worked. I got where I wanted." So right. like, that's not him, but he did what he felt he needed to do to put himself in position to win a ring. So like, that's what I mean. Like, it's it's sick, but like, it's like, well, I have the power to put myself in whatever position I want. Right. So he's using that power. It doesn't look good doing it, and that's part of why nobody likes it. I think it's a so. Did Houston not do what they needed to do to help him get to where he wanted to go? That's up to the I think they did. I think. I think I, Houston bent over I, backwards to try to build around specifically him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, at a certain point, those guys, I feel like the decision they make in the middle, like, okay, I have the money, the cars, the endorsements, whatever, whatever. I've done this the way that the coach or the team or whoever, like, I've let them build around me, and I have not won. So now I'm going to do what I feel is the best decision. And I think that's when things get crazy. So, like, right, right. I think people thought Giannis was going to make that kind of decision. Like, okay, I've oh, been in were, Milwaukee. They were pushing that one. Have a run. This dude's a beast. Um, oh yeah. God. Disgusting. I think he's – I think, like, like for some dude who had never played basketball in his life, to be where he is now is crazy. It says a lot about him, his work yeah. ethic, his family. Yeah. I'm with Milwaukee. I would bet on him any of the day of the week that Absolutely. he will continue to work to get as good as he possibly can. And I would take that any day 
over, you know, Ben Simmons or whoever. Like, I, I just think that hit the intangibles on Giannis. I just yeah. can't put a price on that. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's just how, how you present I mean, it's a, it's a Kanye thing, but how you present it. Mm-hmm. Some, some, like, mm-hmm. when, when Kyrie left Cleveland to the Celtics. I was I happy thought, about that. Because I was like, yeah. you know what? Do your thing. But he yes. presented in a way where that's what he wanted to do. Yeah. Okay, but so not you like, were happy but when not he like left Cleveland. It. How did you feel when he left Boston afterwards? Like, <laughs> he left there. Livid. Because I was living. Lo- I, I mean, was like, it was the same thing. Like, I, just, just... I just feel like what he wanted to do. Like, was he just trying? Was he, was he not a good fit? But then again, you heard, like, a lot of locker room. Like, he was not a good leader. Leader. So that, to me, that made sense. Like, you had the team had to get him either out or he had to go. Yeah. So that made sense. But if you just, if you're focused so much on the ring, it comes off way too, just too gaudy, in my opinion. You know, like that's all you want from the thing. But like, if you're not enjoying the game, if not, if you if you're gonna do that whole pouting shit because you didn't have a good game with your teammates, yeah. about working with your teammates. But then again, we don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes. So like, you yeah, know. It's- it, History says they're going to forget that, though, Josh. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, uh, yeah. Vince Carter threw a hissy fit to get out of Toronto, and now they're celebrating him now that he's retiring and all that. Right, shit. right. So I think, it's, like, it's, people it's selectively business. remember shit depending on what they want to. Yeah. How many views you get will determine your your, your state in yeah. the future? <laughs> yeah. It's it's an ugly bit. Like, I don't mind team switching. I just hate it when people be like, they play for, like, one season or two seasons. Like, I'm not going to get a ring. I'm just going to join the next three pillars of of my super team, you know, and then yeah. do it that way. It's, it just comes off as the love for the game is, it seems lost. It seems lost. I'm not saying it is lost. It just looks that way. You know, like, no, you, look at the, you look at the old school, like, Jordan was on there for, for years. For, like, three, four years before he won his first ring with the Bulls, and then he won six. And, you know, the coach was involved in that process. Bill Jackson was involved. Scotty I just Pippen think times involved. change, man. I don't think it that is, anybody gets those opportunities. Like coaches, young guys, it don't I, matter no more. Like that's why I say it's a generation. Yeah, if you don't see it. But yeah. I agree. I think like it, it that, that whole decision making process has an impact on the game, and I think it it caused a lot of people to stop watching. And I'm curious yeah. what what is the next phase? Like, is this it? Like, do we just have super teams and regular people? Or is there opportunity for us to have a balanced, competitive sport again? Because I think that's really going to impact how NBA goes. And like it's it's that's weird because like, it makes sense. Like you know what, I'm going to join someone I'm compatible with. If he's an All Star, if I'm an All Star, he's an All Star. Hmm? Why will we not be compatible? Like yeah. so, we're like and on I mean, both sides, I mean, it even makes even sense. On the basic level, bro. Like if we both worked in the same area and we could both be like, hey man, we work Let's well together. And you're my friend. We yeah. should just work in the same down department and we can make that happen. So I don't hate it because I feel like if I could do that, I would probably do it, especially if somebody's going to pay me millions of dollars while I was working with my best friend. So I I understand on some level, but that decision-making tree is so far away from this is what's best for basketball and me and my basketball career that, I don't know, it just doesn't, it seems nasty. So moving from basketball, though. Yeah, let's let's go ahead. Let's go to Tampa. Come on. To your favorite football. Let's go ahead. Big games coming up. Uh, Green Bay, Tampa, Buffalo, Kansas City. I think we start NFC first, I guess. Tampa, okay. Green Bay. All right. Brady on his way to another Super Bowl. Obviously, that's what everybody thinks. I mean, I think uh, AB, he's not playing. I think that's the latest update. Who's not uh, playing? He looked great. Defense looked good last weekend. I think that's the takeaway that I had from uh, last game. Defense really showed up for him. 
yeah. um, and made that game easier because it could have been a lot tighter if they wouldn't have had those picks at the end, uh, after the second half. So what do you think out of this game? Are you looking at Tampa? Are you looking at Green Bay? Who do you want to win? And what are you looking forward to? That's that's tough. So I believe my, my true thought is I don't I don't know if I who I want to win yet. I haven't figured it out yet. My son's gonna ask me that when we start to watch tomorrow, and I'm gonna have to have an answer. <laughs> but my belief, my true feeling is if things are clicking with Tampa and things are clicking with Green Bay, this is going to be an absolute shootout. And I feel mm-hmm. sorry for the defensive coordinators. This is gonna be a shootout. Yeah. Um, because I think folks forget how scary good, you know, Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers is a monster. And he's quietly looked great this year. Oh, my God. They're talking about him for MVP. Yeah. Um, so I guess I, it's not I think, that quiet then. <laughs> I, I mean, they're talking about it, but I think that – I really think that Green Bay can sneak, sneak away with this one. Mm-hmm. I think they can sneak away with this one. You never bet against Tom Terrific. sneak away with this one? Ooh, that what you want. <laughs> That what you want? You want Brady with another ring, or you want Tampa with that ring? You know what? I want Brady to get another ring because it's what's supposed to happen. It would be the perfect ending to this storybook career. But okay. I want, but I really want. I wouldn't mind seeing Aaron Rodgers get another one because he's that good. Okay, I respect that. I definitely respect that. Um, you can't knock Brady's skill. You cannot. After this year, you cannot. Yeah. I, I, a part of me, I feel like, is just because I'm contrarian sometimes. Like, I'm, I want the upset because I yes. want I want the NFL to show Brady, like, yo, you can't just go to Tampa and win a Super Bowl like that. Like, <laughs> I, a part of me wants it to happen like that. I can't – I I know it's not right. I know it's, like, a, a Brady hate. Maybe it's, like, all those – like, he beat us in the Super Bowl before, so maybe I'm still holding on. Yeah. Like, I, just, I just hope the yes. world is not – it's not that like, oh, Brady, you're in Tampa now. Here's a Super Bowl for Tampa. Yeah. It happened for LeBron, though, so I can't be mad. I was but it's so LeBron impressive, though, man. So I like, feel like I got to be happy for Brady, too. But I, I oh, you got to be know, happy. Man. It's I impressive, man. You can't, like, LeBron took a year or two to get that ring for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Like, if you did that first shot, but like, Nigga. But at the same no, time, I like, mean, trust like, me, like, nigga, like, you did it. <laughs> you know, I've been, a, I've been a Panthers fan my whole life since the beginning, bro. We have never had a quarterback, even in the the same breath that could be mentioned with Brady. So watching him work is great, and I appreciate yeah. what he can do. Like, it's it's like nobody else, man. Like, it's to be forty years old doing what he's doing is, is crazy, especially yeah. in the NFL. And basketball is different because I feel like you got some old heads that can still go out there and serve it up to the young boys, but. Sure. Football yeah. is different, man. It's different. Like you, your body, your mind, especially to be the quarterback, you you have yes. to be in such a different place. So yes. if he does it, I will not be mad. But there's yeah. a part of me that's like, yo, they they someone has to check this guy. They have to. I, I almost hope for the right. biggest upset that like Buffalo does some wild shit and just comes out of the blue and does something crazy. But oh, at the end man. of the day, I think it has to be whoever oh. wins the NFC. I don't know that Tampa can do it. I mean, Kansas City can do it again. I just feel like they've been barely doing it now. I agree. Now, my fear. Yeah. Now, once I heard that, you know, P. Mahomes was not playing because of the concussion. Mm. Because before that, I'm like, Buffalo, you guys had a great year. You guys mm-hmm. look great. You're looking really, really good. You're going to get smashed. Now? Oh, they I cleared them. Buffalo. You know, they cleared I- them, right? No. Oh, what's he playing? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just about to say. So I was watching this morning. He's out. He's playing. He's good. Toe feels okay. good, everything. 
So I put it on the rundown because I was like, oh, is he going to be able to play? But then like two days after I put that on, I was like, stupid, Michael. This is the NFL. Of course he's going to play. What are you thinking? <laughs> they can't afford to have him not Yeah, because I was like, I, I noticed that in the, when they asked him, like, oh, you know, coach, is this a concussion? He was like, oh, you know, he just had a stinger. He'll be all right. You know, he yeah. hit his head. So I was like, that should have been my rant. Like, as soon as they don't even call it a concussion, like, he playing. But they said, like, so I watched a few, like, uh, there's this doctor guy on the internet. He does, like, a YouTube video. And he covers, like, major athlete injuries. I know so, what you're like, talking about. I already know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched him cover this, and that was pretty interesting. Because I was curious, like, how can this dude even play that soon after right. a concussion? Like, can you even he do was, that? He looked like Bambi after dude, that. Dude, he did. He did. And Because, oh like, once you, to me, once you you can't even, and you're weak, and your legs are shaking, and you can't even get your feet under you, that's a different yeah. level. Yes. Like, I'm a little yeah. concerned. Yeah. But... I don't know. Like I said, I, f- I feel like if I was in his position, I had fought that hard to be in the NFL. I just won a you know, Super Bowl. Like, I probably would be dumb enough to risk concussions. He said dumb enough. Like, <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. What about you, Josh? You got a preference on this game? Tampa, Green Bay? What do you think? Um, uh, I mean, Tampa <laughs> is... Like I said, I don't, I don't have any hate for Tom Brady because I don't follow NFL like that, but I do I do know of his his records. I do know of his exploits. <laughs> people people hated him for the Patriots because he was just winning everything. But on a scale like like just for the NBA, like if you're that great, there's two things that that can be a product of that greatness. You're gonna continue being great, or someone's gonna be greater enough than you to win enough to win past you. So Mike said something earlier about the Bills, you know, what what if they were, you know, a rose to the occasion to beat Brady? Bills Mafia. So like I mean, That's if Brady all. loses, like I, I won't have any love lost. But at the same time, like he pushed them to go further. Yeah. People don't see that. Yeah, no, he broke a lot of records just off Gabe being there, bro. I think already he's got more playoff wins than a lot of people. It it happened so quickly. Like, I didn't ever realize how bad Tampa was. But, yeah, he broke a lot of records, like, immediately. Somebody has to be that mini GOAT for the season, per season, per season, per season. Because if if you just let that GOAT keep going, they're going to continue being the GOAT. So why not try to be better than the GOAT? Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes you're not just. That's your motivation. I mean, Brady is your motivation. If not, you're going to let him go. So either yeah. way, I win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get surprised or I get to I get to see an expectation. So um, I'll, I'll go with Tampa just because. Okay. Why not? I respect it. That's probably what the world will pick, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's talk about yesteryear, man. As we know, um, 2020 was the garbage fire. Um, but we are going to talk about 2020 because there were some good things, there were some bad things, there were some things that we wanted to talk about that we did talk about. But now we got Bernard in the picture right now. It'd be nice to see his in perspective and interpretation of some things. We're going to start off by talking about the world in itself. Um, as you know, 2020 and now we are in a pandemic still. Yeah. Happens every few hundred years or every couple hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> And we just so happen to be born during this time. We actually weren't, but here we are. Life in quarantine, Bernard. How? Let's ask you first, because we've already kind of talked about it. This is why we do our podcast, because of quarantine. Yeah. How has it affected your, your life, man? <laughs> quarantine. I mean, quarantine has been tough. Um, and 
it's been a blessing and a curse in that, you know, when we first went out, I went out kicking and screaming. I did not want to work from home. I just knew it was just going to be too much together, you know, with the wife and the kids and dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but the blessing is that I get to hang out with my babies every day. And I get to be right. in the middle of the day and we're shooting hoops, you know, I'm the PE teacher now, you know, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. It has been great for me, you know, from a nutrition and a fitness, shout out to you, um, you know, lost almost 30, 30 some odd pounds, you know, so I, I, it's been good in that regard. Um, it's been good financially, you know, I mean, all of those things. Okay. Um, but it has been tough just because of that lack of freedom of movement you know there there, there hasn't I, I can't do yeah, you know right. and so you know my son's waiting on me to go outside and play you know but we can't go out and do some of the things that you know we typically would do we can't hit up Chuck E. Cheese's we can't hit, hit up you know all of these different places so that part it has been tough you know okay. from the the furloughs that work you know that was that was a punch to the gut you know yeah. Um, you know, folks getting laid off. I mean, you know, family members that, you know, contracting COVID, friends, you know, that part of it has been tough. The the reality of it. The reality of it. And then you have the dumpster fire that was our, our, our former president, you know. So I mean, it just made twenty twenty even worse. So Yeah, twenty twenty. MJ man, what's um I mean, I've pretty much kept in touch with you since the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. but like otherwise anything else you want to share? No, I think Bernard kind of sums it up best. Like you said, it's just the reality of it has been tough, just kind of the day-to-day stuff. There's been positives in your life, like the ability to kind of focus or, you know, center yourself more on certain things because, you you know, you don't, your time is not as pulled in different places. Mm-hmm. But like the downside, like you said, like the work from home stuff, I feel like lately they they are completely taking advantage of that. Like I felt like, wow, I'm really getting away with one. Now it's like, Jesus, are you still? Yeah. What, what more can I give you today? Please, right. please stop talking to me. I'm gonna say that this week too. So yes. I definitely, I feel like it's a double-edged sword. But mm-hmm. like, I, I always just look at it in comparison to like, you know, where I am versus like where it could have been. And like you said, the furloughs and everybody that got sick. Like I know my situation could have been a million times worse. So that oh, keeps God, me yes. positive. It keeps me from complaining because I know like there's a lot of people that, you know, not only is it COVID, but I'm getting laid off and I'm getting, you know, it, it's, it's compounded issues of real, real fucking life. So, right. you know, looking at that, like I, I always keep it in perspective that, you know, you know, given where I am and what I have access to and what I can do, you know, it's not that bad, but in the grand scheme of thing, I miss being able to just, I'm going to go here and do that. I'm a, I want to go see this, or I want to do that. That that part is still not weird. I'm not a super social person, but I always like if I decide I want to do something, I just want to go do it. I don't want exactly. to have to jump through red tape. So that part is weird. Yeah, but it I, I definitely realize it could be a lot worse for me. Um, definitely. I, I I'm gonna piggy piggyback right because I feel exactly the same. Uh, I've been I guess you could say definitely blessed the job that I have that I was stuck with. Um. I mean, that never took a hit at all, so I'm still going to work. Uh, but the option, like, I look, I moved my move, my room around just a little bit. You know, I got my desk, and then I was moving my bowling ball bag somewhere where I could just have it out the way. But, like, I miss bowling. Like, I want to go bowling like, yeah. at least once a week. Like, I miss the curves. I miss the, the yeah. nice oil on the lanes. You know, I like, that was one of my 
my stress relievers before the pandemic. You know, me and Mike will go bowling. And if I didn't get over Mike, I would just go bowl by myself. Mm-hmm. So I miss mm-hmm. that. Um, but like Bernard said, at the same time, you do kind of get presented with more time to yourself. Yeah. My schedule didn't change too much, to be honest. Um, but you know, you kind of take the opportunity to be like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna learn this. I'm gonna learn that. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. When when the pandemic ends, I'm gonna at least be fluent in some type yeah. of skill. That like I, I finally does. took the time to like put time and effort into making a really good Wi-Fi network at home and making sure exactly. all of my stuff cool. was good. Like this was finally the time, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna well from beginning to end, I'm gonna understand this and I'm gonna set it up. Push time. I think like it's time. I didn't do as much stuff as I thought I would have. I, I did the same thing. Like, I would have thought, like, looking back, like, wow, a year inside, I probably learned a lot of things. Like, nah. Who nah. did the same stuff you used to <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, I, I think next month I'm going to buy a, I'm going to buy a repair bike rack for my bike. Okay. So I can mm. just fix my own, so I can um, work on my, own, my bike by myself. I'm a, so when the pandemic does end, which I can ride my bike now, to be honest, but I'm going to, that's gonna be one of my skills I'm gonna to try to learn so I can just repair my bike and make sure it's maintained. I think doing the bike is reasonable because I think that's like mechanical parts. Like it's it's com- it's not overly complicated that you wouldn't understand. Like it's not like you're starting with a Shelby 455 engine, big block. Exactly. Or something. Like, I don't want to take my bike to the next shop yeah. every time. So I respect it. And then you know, like I said, me and Mike doing a podcast has been probably one of the my personal hobbies is probably one of the biggest things that I'm doing because I'm more invested in. Looking at YouTube videos, like what's good software for YouTube, what's good Same. software for podcasting. Like the mic I got was something I got for streaming, but it's really good for podcasting. Um, audio fixtures and being able to edit certain like sounds out. Like I've been kind of working on that bit by bit. So this one is gonna be fun because it's gonna be more than two hours long. <laughs> but I'm gonna listen through. I'm gonna listen through it, and you know I might be able to cut out some sounds, cut out the 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 blank moments and the bathroom break, I have to cut that out, of course. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good learning That's lesson. Character. Right. And just, you know, I think just at the end of the day, like it just it hate, you hate that it had to be a pandemic, but it just makes you appreciate your time just a little bit more. Yeah. You know, it, it shouldn't take a pandemic to make you feel that way, but at the same time, like, well, it already happened, so I might as well make a lesson out of it. So, I think the Kobe uh, thing is timely that you put that here because I believe we just hit the anniversary of him It'll dropping 81 Next month, uh, I yesterday, I want to say. Oh, was it yesterday? It was in January? Well, maybe yes, maybe it was yesterday or today, but I feel like it was either that. I, I get the dates wrong, but I feel like we just passed one of those because they were really pushing it on ESPN. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I, I guess like all I will say about that is, you know, it's one of those legends gone too soon. It seemed fake. Like, even for my wife who doesn't watch sports, like, she came in the room after it happened and was like, I can't believe that Kobe's dead. Like, even for people that weren't big fans, like, it just seemed unreal. Um, yeah. Somebody that was definitely taken too soon. But I feel like that's kind of the whole thing for 2020 it. till now. Like, I feel like there's a lot of people that's like, holy crap. Like, yeah, we lost you, a lot of If jokes. they were just hanging on at the edge in your 80s, like, I feel like they definitely are not dodging 2020, 2021. I never watched anything. I never saw any of the tributes. I re- I just could not. It was too painful to watch. I agree, man. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen anything. I, I can't do it. 
Yeah. It's certain stuff, like like you said, I don't I don't know that man, but like it's a certain pool certain people have where like when you see it, it just I can feel the emotion. Like it's, yeah. it's a weird thing. Like I I don't know him like that, but it's like you do know him in a way. Yep. Oh yeah, like like you said, um, Kobe had a like we were never in the NBA, but he had that draw, that yeah. charisma, that um, yeah. that personality. Like yo, Kobe was. Yeah, Kobe. You know, Kobe, was, Kobe. Kobe was his own verb, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And when I wasn't a huge Kobe fan, like I knew Kobe, I appreciated his game, but when he passed <laughs> and how he passed was like, <sighs> oh, sh- like mm-hmm. Kobe died. Like and then like you look back, he's like all the stuff he was trying to do. Yep. For the world soon, and for yeah. his for his daughter, for the kids growing up, it's like, it's always the you know like the Queen song, like the good ones always go too young. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, well, so but... that was that hurt me. I, I did my own podcast on it. Like I, I didn't cry with it, but I was like, it really pulled me in that direction. Like, yo, Kobe's yeah. gone. So I watched one tree with doing the All Star game, and then Darlene made a tribute um mix for Kobe on on her. Oh, wow. So I, oh, of course I had cool. to watch that, and you know it was like it was to a Phil Collins song, and it was like it was it was powerful. It was strong. It was like. Oh, you trying to get in the fields. Right, right, yeah, right. So, right in the fields, um, man. I put Kobe down just because I think of all the people that did pass, because we lost some good ones that, even though we never met, like, at the same time, like, oh, shoot, that dude died. Yeah. The dude from, um, And I would add Hank Aaron to that since he just recently died. Yeah, he so just yeah. Yeah. List, but definitely, yeah. definitely Kobe, I agree. Kobe was something like, I think he was like, you know, he was our age, pretty much, in the middle, yeah. two of us, and yeah. he goes, it's like, damn. You know, yeah. I, want, I want any, like, if he can go, anybody can go. You know, you yeah, always yeah, remind yeah. them. You're always kind of reminded when someone dies, like that's that you know but don't know. Like, you, you had all the money, you had all the the opportunities, but like death is so stranger than nobody. Yeah. And B, I I let you close us out on this one, and like you said, this one is one that's like such a heavy topic that I think all of us really kind of get sad on. So I'm gonna ask you to put us on a hot note. Like, what's your favorite Kobe moment before we go to the next topic? If you had to pick one, what's your favorite quote? So, you know, and you saw it in the tribute, but it was that sort of passing of the torch moment for me um, in the All-Star game when he faced Jordan. Ah, Um, good. And, I mean, you could see them just jabbing at each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just like AI got, you know, Jordan crossed him up, Kobe got him. Yeah. I was like, well, there we go. Jordan, you can retire now. Yeah, that was it. Was that moment? It was the All Star game when they're facing each other, and you know, I you heard Kobe sort of talk about it a couple times, you know. And I was just talking to him, you know, checking his moves, and he hit him with what, that fadeaway, just like Jordan would do. That was it. That was that's, it for me. That's good. Okay, you know what? I think I like everybody it. be happy with that one. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You want to talk about the uh, election, Jay? Biden v. Trump. I think um, I would like, rather just talk about the Kanye part of it, just because the election. Yeah, so that's about with it. The Kanye stuff is so much more entertaining. What you got, B? Before you all do that, I'm I'm gonna have to dash. Um, Sounds Daddy good. Duties, Daddy Duties, uh, are calling. But can I just just love on y'all right quick and just tell you all how cool this has been, uh, how much I appreciate it. It's like I'm literally sitting at the bar, just chopping yes, up. That's that's that's, yeah, man. that's you what we're trying life. to do, man. I mean, Josh, of course, I've known you all my life. We, you know, we went to school <laughs> together in Fayetteville. But I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I swear, man, this this has been so cool. I really appreciate it. Likewise, man. Out, man. Um, uh, we would definitely um, look for definitely to get back on. Please. Uh, 
like I said, we do we do once a month. If we if we get down to do like maybe every other week, we will definitely have you on more often. Cause heck yeah, I told Mike like you you are a perfect fit for the show for just like yeah, coming man. on. You're like I, I was trying to get fit. the jugheads so the much. Or what, but it's a great mesh. Man, I try I to get this it. man to jugheads for so many. I could and the funny thing years, is my my, my kids were, went to gymnastics right across the street and was like. Why can't I get there? I've never been to Jughead. Oh, that's crazy. You Once call the world me, opens up, man. You owe us. Please. And on top, you, you. you can if you if you're being brave, you could bring the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're being brave, I'll, I'll just say I'll say it just like that. If you're being I won't brave, judge you if you don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's kids there all the time. I have no intentions of bringing them, but I appreciate that. <laughs> all right, man. All right, Jay. I'm gonna hit you tomorrow brother. sometime so I can bring you guys beer. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Cool. All right. Talk to you later, B. All, all right, guys. Be, Peace out, brother. All right, man. All, All right, right, so those that pay attention to the show. That's right. Draw some applause for Bernard for coming. Take it in. Take it in. As a little brother, I was like, I don't know about this, man. Like, we're just getting off the ground. I don't know about new people. But that was a good pick. I admit you you had great judgment. He's a great pick. He's, he fits well with us. Same. Oh, yeah. Same I told kinda. you, Bernard is cool. So He's like the job. big four that I didn't have. Yeah, man. No, I, I 100% agree. He actually reminds me of someone I worked with in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to ask him, did he pledge Q? Because they both pledge Q. But uh, I think he it, pledged K. Did he say Q? Did he tell you Q? Yeah. I, okay, no, okay. he didn't say anything. I was oh, just I, because of the bald head. Like I think I, I just kind of made some. I don't think he was a but Q. He's too think... skinny to be a Q. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's. I think he's. I think he went Kappa. I think yeah, Kappa. I would believe any of those Kappa, Alpha, any of those. Kappa, yeah, I think it was Kappa Alpha. That's, I think Kappa is what I would have to pick. Okay, but yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, but good call. I would, I would just say shout out to you, um, Josh, for picking the guest. I think that was great. Pick. Good shit. Yo, that applause drowned you all the way up. <laughs> oh man, I need to definitely separate the browser and uh <laughs> everything. But I will say, uh, I do want to finish the topics. We'll keep it short. Yeah, I feel like we, we have definitely short. crushed the timer. We did. But we Biden v. Trump. I will say the, the most entertaining shit about that was Kanye jumping in. Yep. I don't really know where Kanye is in his life in 2021. It sounds like he's going to be getting divorced and have a lot of other shit to deal with. So who knows what that nigga's Double, doing? Yep. So I'm just going to just let him live his life and wish that nigga the best. So hey, you keep your marriage. Salute together. to Kanye. Um, he had a good run. Yeah. In terms of the election, I guess, but as for the rest of your life, I'm curious because, like, after the election, he just kind of went dark. I mean, I kind of feel like a lot of people after the election probably should just go dark. Yeah, <laughs> just that's a good point. What the fuck we really trying to do here? But no, nah, you're right. I mean, I feel like if the divorce shit is true, I don't really know how much of the news you can believe. If that's true, then, you know, maybe he has a right to be dark because you got real shit to worry about. Right. But if none it's of that's not, true, not the first time that's come up. I don't man. know, man. Like I, I just I don't know. I feel like for the way he uses social media, him going dark is out of the ordinary. For a normal person using social media, like who gives a fuck about social media talking on this shit every day? But for the true, way he true, uses true. it, I would expect that nigga to be posting like at least every twenty four to forty eight hours some wild shit just to keep people out of it. <laughs> true. Uh, we'll see though, man. I mean I'm not looking out, but since if something pops up on my Google feeds, then I'll be like Hmm, interesting, but that's not the first I, time. Like, oh, he's getting divorced? Really? Wow, that's crazy. All I don't right. read the story. I just look at the headline, and I'm like, who wrote this? I do the same thing. I don't know if I believe it yet. Let me see if it comes Green through. rants? I'm done yeah. with you. I can't do this. Well, hip-hop news drops it. Hot new hip-hop drops it. I might 
But yeah, that, that's how I feel about Ye. I wish him the best. Uh, cash grabs. I feel like we touched on this a bit. I think we feel the same. Yeah, we thought a company's that. relationship more concerned with the money than making quality products that last. I think as long as people keep buying shit, and I hinted at this with the Cyberpunk, even though everybody complained, they still gave those people like $15 million. So even if you talk shit, if you still want to buy, your buy speaks louder than your words. So I think until people really say like, yo, this shit broke, hey, everybody is broke, we're not buying this, then I, I feel like it's going to keep going. I don't really see it into that. What about you? Same same thing, man. If it's... Yeah. I, I just feel you have that much prestige, that much um, experience. What came out should not have come out. Nah. I agree. I, I get a little a little glitch here and there. That, okay, you know what? We got a little 500 MB mm-hmm. patch. But they got... Even I think if they, they would, Jay. Even if they would. Like, I feel like they should have said... Um, this isn't the final game. Like, we're releasing in beta. I would have rather you released I would rather, yeah. last yeah. year in beta and just built up through a year of updates and just let mm-hmm. the people that really couldn't fucking wait just eat that whole year of bullshit for us. Yeah, yeah, because that would have made... That would have been profitable for them because they would have been honest. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want to kill bought it. beta. I don't want to kill the beta release, alpha release format because I think there's some value in that, being able to release a game and just, like have a have support be able to make money and be profitable right immediately because like you said indie developers and certain people even like large developers depend on the game they don't support it so if it's a game you care about that's the only way that game is going to make it right so i i i I don't want to take that away because i feel like without that you would get less games because nobody believes in certain games enough to finance it Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I feel like that opens the door for what these people are doing now, which is just take advantage of people with promises they never really intend to fill, or that they'll just get to maybe later at some point. So I kind yeah, I kind of think that's my practice. sad part about it, and like I, I feel like by the you know spring of 2021 we'll be talking about that Cyberpunk's a solid game that they fixed and it's fine and everybody's happy again. Yeah, I mean I know I I know from. For me, how I am, if I bought that game and it wasn't what it was, even if they fix it, I I would probably wouldn't want to play it. Because like yeah. you said, like you took advantage. Like if you just said, hey, if you had released this game, because this seems like a beta. The alpha is coming out. In right. Recent. Like and like you know, twenty bucks to play the alpha, twenty five bucks to play the alpha. Yep. You would have got probably even more money because you already everybody would be like, you know what? Once I get this game, I'm keeping it because it's gonna be a solid game at the end. Yeah. Now you got refunds, which yeah, you still came out on top, but you could have had more money. Yeah. If you if it had just released the game as promised or did the alpha thing like we're talking about. Cause like I bought um Ark. I bought Ark in the Alpha for like twenty yeah. bucks. And like I don't play it every day or anything, but I can see You don't the regret the purchase though. No, either. no, not one bit. Yeah. Not one bit. I bought Ark and I think I bought um PUBG. Mm-hmm. How about PUBG now? Oh yeah, you did because you 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 were early on PUBG. Yeah, I, I, was, I was once like, they hit is... Xbox, I was like yeah. thirty bucks for like thirty like thirty bucks and below is the perfect game in price. Yeah, and because it was beta, I think it was going to be great. I like yeah, I'll I'll do that. So, and I think if they would have done that, that would have been fine. But if you're trying to release been the game fine. complete full price beta, like you said, it just feels like you're trying to take advantage of. Them. Especially even after the eight years, it still would have been more acceptable because yeah. if you compare Cyberpunk to what Star Citizen, yeah, you would have been like on board. You'd be like, you know what, this is the new trend, and I'll be like, 
Yeah, I get it. But like you I said, at it. least Star Citizen, the people had input and were paying simultaneously with the development. Yeah, Star Citizen is a little bit different. And the yeah, like I, I originally thought they were the same thing, but I I just feel like this is just like Cyberpunk is his own kind of failure. It's like, like it's his a, own kind of failure. It's his own little trash fire. Yes, much. yes. Like no Star one Citizen is like yo. When are we going to get our game type thing? Like, yeah, like you said, it's like an indie person who just got way over their head. Like, we're going to give you the goddamn moon with five <laughs> people and a million dollars. And it's right. just like, whoa, we promised way too much. <laughs> Let's drag this out. But yeah, 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 I feel the same way, man. Um, NBA bubble, baby. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. What do you think of the Bethesda? I don't so, really feel like it's paid off yet. I mean, my, my take, I'll give it to you. I feel like this is something we'll we will feel the impacts of in the next probably started in like two to three years, probably three to five, honestly. But mm-hmm. I think once they start reassigning those people to projects we care about, or they start focusing on creating their product on Xbox or, you know, whatever benefit they can bring to the Xbox Microsoft ecosystem, I think it'll take some time for them to kind of steer the ship in that direction. I think some yeah. people will probably respond quicker than others, but I'm more interested in, how they align all these studios to be a great uh, resource for them. Because I, I think they've done great with the Game Pass and all that. Yeah. How do they marry all this together to be profitable enough that it makes sense for everybody? So, speak. okay, so a little quick update. Cause, um, I think today or yesterday they have announced that they're going to raise the prices of certain um, Xbox Live Gold subscriptions. Oh, say that again? So, uh, <clears throat> breaking news. They're going to be up. They're going to be um raising the price of certain Xbox subscription prices. So if you do like a three month, it's going to be like I think a dollar or something like that. All I know is like the six months going to be double. It's going to be double um what it was. So this is going to push people that's been doing like month to month or three months or six month subscriptions into doing the yearly Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. That that's what I feel because if you're going to pay you're gonna pay every six months they kind of double it so if you're gonna pay this much why not pay that price and get that ultimate yeah some people are saying it's already a bad move i'm like it's just ah, i don't want to say like to be like the <laughs> the pole jockey of microsoft but it makes sense if you're already they're trying to push price, you in a certain they're, direction they're, yeah obviously. <laughs> and they've been doing it since they started making shitty games for games with gold the free games mm-hmm because the last eight months has just been like crappy games, but all the some of those games would have been on game, games for gold if it wasn't for Game Pass. Yeah, that's that's already a fact. So they're, they're just pushing you to be like, just go ahead, pay sixty bucks, and you have all these games. You have EA games. You're gonna have Bethesda games pretty soon. Yeah. Um, Microsoft, I think the last week has been shown, have been said to Phil Spencer said himself that. They're going to try to acquire whatever they can acquire because their their main yeah, opposition no, isn't mean, that's, Sony. That's their weak point. I think Microsoft was winning everything of the battle itself, original content. Right. And I feel like probably by like 10 to 15 percent, Xbox is better at high quality graphics. I feel like they are. They say the PS is, but I feel I think like they are. It's I not mean, huge. It's not yeah, like, like I would never be able to discern the difference. If, if I put the same game on Xbox and on PlayStation on the same TV and put them next to each other, you will be like, oh, the PlayStation looks better. If I didn't do that, I don't feel like it would be that noticeable. 
I don't think but so. I feel like there is a difference. But that being said, I think if you compare the top of the line PlayStation and the top of the line Xbox, the difference is very, very noticeable versus if you were to compare top of the line PlayStation versus um, just the Xbox S or something, right. it would be much, much, much more noticeable. Um, so I, like you hinted, the bubble happened. I, I'm i going to lump the bubble and Fight Island in the one one thing because I think they kind of wanted to achieve the same idea and I, I will say both of them were definitely a success Fight Island being an ongoing success and the bubble being something that's ended with basketball happening just like normal now right. so I, I will call them both a success because you were able to get through an entire NBA season with I don't even know like I don't know maybe like two people got COVID and that was before they even came in the bubble once right, they hit sure. the bubble, everyone was safe. So I think that has to be applauded. I understand why you would not do that again because, bro, like I'm not trying to go to your bubble twice. But I I, I, I will give a shout out to Dana. Um, UFC has way more freedom. So like you can kind of train, do what you got to do, get tested, and then go to the island and then do your main event. And your quarantine is much shorter, I feel, if you were, even if you were to do it the same way. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're an NBA team, just being stuck in a bubble with everybody else for possibly three to four months because you're that good to make it to the finals, that's got to be mm. tough. I but at the end of the day, I will call the NBA bubble a success, Fight Island a success. NBA bubble, absolutely necessary, especially when we didn't know what was going on and we they, they needed to make money because, obviously, there's a lot of promises in the air and contracts that require them to play. So, I mean, I, I get the safety. I will never disagree with you on that. But I think if your contract depends on you doing a thing and you find a way to safely do the thing so you can continue to get paid, you do the thing. And, yeah. you know, I'm not mad at them for doing that. Uh, what about you? Um, I definitely agree. Like, I was very skeptical about the bubble, but I felt like it brought in new, I don't want to say gimmicks, but new um, processes to the NBA. Yeah. I like that new play-in thing, too. Yeah. I want to see that come back. Exactly. Because that so I, whole thing with Portland was exciting. And that shit. was cool, I watched man. every game. It gave, like, different teams a fight. Like, teams that you would never think about make to yeah. the championships. Like, what if they did it? Because they were just yeah, one yeah. game off. So, like, like that Phoenix game. Phoenix won all their games, and they didn't right. make it. But it was like, yo, that was crazy. They did exactly what they needed to. They might exactly. make it happen. And, like, you, like, teams that, you know, they may not statistically been, like, up there, but. They showed the heart. They showed the drive. So it gives you that presence of a, of a Cinderella story, yeah. even more so. So I would love to see that. And I think they are going to implement that, that even this year. Um, I felt like Fight Island was more successful, obviously, because I don't think yeah. I heard anything about a COVID case in Fight Island. Nope. Because I, I think mean, the benefit is, like, technically speaking, if that you're only going there for the big fight, like, as long as everyone gets screen going in, technically it's just a temporary bubble with like mm-hmm. way less time in it. Because like once the fight's over, we can clear out the bubble and then we don't have to come back until next time. So I think that was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, like I still uh, wish NBA did that. I still wish the NHL, NFL did that. Um, bubble was pretty good. I think them. I almost kind. I almost like I know it would be tough on the players, but I kind of wish they still kept the bubble. Because it, I think there was less cases. Cause like, Minnesota's list like has missed the last three games. So let me let me ask you this then, not to lengthen the podcast, but I think this is the question. So right now, outside of the bubble, you can't dap up people. You have to wear a mask. 
you if you don't want to put a mask on as soon as you come off the court there's like an area where you can sit in a chair by yourself away from everybody Mm -hmm. so that you don't breathe on anybody would you rather would you rather live like that and then where the nba says you can't have like anybody in your room blah 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 or or would you rather be in the bubble away from your family and not able to go home at the end of the day and all that shit like i think that's the question like do you yeah right isolate by yourself with just your team in a bubble or would you be okay with all these strict ass rules being at home like which one would you rather deal with if i i mean just based off my personality Mm -hmm. i would i would go ahead and do the bubble just because of shoot you have the technology to see your family you know at least you have that now but like when my dad was in the military he went away to iraq for like Mm -hmm. three four months i i could not even see the man no, I, I agree. I just so think like, these are rich people, so I think the yeah. rules are different. They ain't doing that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if I was in the NBA, like I was making millions, whatever, and like, yo, okay, I gotta play this season, but this time I gotta play in the bubble again for like longer than three months. We we got Skype, we got Zoom, we got we have plenty of ways for you to see me. I know we can't touch each other, we can't hug each other, but we gotta do this right now. Yeah, that I think I would I think I would be, be cool with that. Like especially if they could figure out a way to do like. Like, say we play half the season, take a break, you go home. Yeah. You and come you back, we it. give it, like, a week for everybody to get cleared. Well, in case you test positive, there's a week built in for you to clear and mm-hmm. sit in your room for a week. Then we do it again. Then at the end of the season, we let you go home again for a couple weeks, maybe two, three weeks. Then you come back, and we finish the season in the playoffs. So yeah. I think there was ways. Yeah. So at this I'll, point, like, you can I play around with it. I think I'll, I would let that happen. So I would go, I would go with your theory. I think so. I think... I know me, so I like I'll be okay with it. I, yeah. I would hate it, like you said. Like even though during this quarantine, the option to not see your family is gonna be kind of tough. But the option, the option to be with your family, but not see your family, is gonna be like even tougher. Yeah, so like, the option ah. to not get COVID, COVID is serious. All right. So, so lastly, yeah. they did the Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson fight. Uh, I think this fight was important mainly because it's like a pivot in how fighting is done, how fighting is promoted, and how we as a public see boxing. I think boxing has been on decline for a really long time. I mean, outside of the heavyweight fights, I don't really know that many of them had the pool that they once did, especially with a lot of the recognizable names retiring. Right. So I think like when we see a name, you know, Roy Jones and Mike Tyson come, that that name recognize, uh, recognition and enough is a really big deal. So mm-hmm. I think what Mike Tyson's doing with the Legends League what uh, Roy Jones and others are like uh, want to do as far as like revitalizing boxing, bringing people back in. I think it all makes sense. I think, you know, maybe this is what boxing looks like for the new generation. But as far as I'm concerned, this, what the Paul brothers are doing, I, I don't like it. I don't know. There's a certain purity to the sport. And I feel like if, if we're going to have a certain amount of feeling about basketball, when, um super teams happen that i feel like i'm going to have a certain feeling towards boxing when old ass dudes who really aren't in any condition to necessarily be competing mm-hmm. do exhibition fights for a fuck tons of money just because people would be like oh these are names that i know let's see that so right. i don't know man. i feel like it's, it's kind of diminishing the sport in a way i think for new people it will bring in a lot more people into the tent so it will open the opportunity for you to make money but as far as a sport, you're not making true fans. You're making spectacles. So that's my high level. I don't think it's going to fix anything, but I think it will make them a lot of money. 
and maybe with that money they can figure out a way to make it successful again yes that's true ain't nobody got time for that uh, <laughs> I, I agree I think it's like kind of like when you look at certain aspects of you know the super teams in the NBA it's it's that once you put money into the the bigger part of the faction it just makes like you said it puts a dirty taste in your mouth like mm-hmm. like would you know in DSL would I be in that position like would I want to do that and it's like no like I know if I was the box I will box until I couldn't box no more you know like if I get the belt I will fight as soon as I was healthy whoever wanted the belt let's go for it if I lose I lose if I win I proved myself to be champion and with the Paul brothers they're just it's for the views they yeah. know it's, it, they know you get the views, you get the money. Yep. Mayweather knows the same thing. McGregor's probably like kind of more in that camp as well. I don't think as much, but but he's in there. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course, as as a he's professional athlete, you want to make that that purse. He is for sure leaning the fuck in. I'm not mad because yeah. there's a lot of people that want to throw a lot of money at him for, and that's the hard thing to say no to. Right. Just because right. you want to preserve something that really doesn't give a shit about you. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad. I just think like. The consequences will be there, not necessarily right now, but I think the way that people view boxing is going to start to change, and the way yeah. UFC has been replacing it, it should just accelerate that entire process. And if UFC keeps the courses going, like like I said, I'm not a biggest personal personality of Dana White, you know, fan of Dana White's personality, but his business sense, him keeping the sport not as gimmicky as it has been. You know, yes. he's not brought Lesnar in. If he makes it gimmicky, all best are off. But I think as yeah, long yeah, as yeah. it's like, yo, we're going to meet, we're going to beat the shit out of each other, one of us will be the right. victor, he will always have boxing really, I don't I don't really see room for them. Nah. But if it becomes gimmicky, then it's just going to be between them and boxing who actually fills that void. Exactly. I, I definitely 100% agree with that. Yeah. So you'll see um, it wins. Roy Jones, like if Mike Tyson can, can get the, the old man sport, <laughs> the 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 legends have, there. The legends, legends league. <laughs> the legends league. If it could be, you know, safe but at the same time entertaining and fun, then I'm more. I'll, now, I'll probably how, watch. How it. does your grandpa get knocked out safely? Hey, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. <laughs> that's, all, that's my. But we go back. That. Like, how does grandpa go to the ring and get knocked out safely? And I, I mean, mean mind if, you, Roy or Mike did not get knocked out. Okay, let's take let's take away the safety part. If it could be presentable where it's not like a blood fest i want a blood fest though because you go okay it is <laughs> so like just hit him and start the seizure that's all i'm saying <laughs> oh, let's, man. let's bring up the ex-convicts now we're, we're ready for the ex-convicts now yeah Fight like i said yo, i'm all ready for that sport yo you want to go to death row or do you want to fight somebody to the death it's my i'm new... gonna try to make a clip show and i'm gonna I'm I'm single out that one clip where you asked me um <laughs> <laughs> Where you said would you watch two death row inmates fight each other to the death? And I want I'm, I'm gonna put the whole reaction under. But, but I'm saying if I wins, like he goes the, free. That's what makes it better. <laughs> I mean I'm not even against that. Like I, I understand that it's just the fact that someone has to die that I have to watch. So, but I but like I the legacy. Do you want your tax dollars to feed both these niggas? <laughs> <laughs> he ain't lying. He ain't lying, folks. He ain't lying. Um, uh, right. legendly, I like it because remake remaster because I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. some oh, shit real soon. <laughs> oh yeah, I just wrote it down too. I just wrote it down, so you good? Yeah, no, I got All it. All right, I was guys. Like, Yo, I didn't even see this. So you got Arnold Stallone, Van Damme. I'll let you introduce the movies and give me the uh, 
any backstory you want to. Gotcha. Let me let me go ahead and do the the um the conclusion for the show right now, and then we're gonna head into the post show. All right, guys, thank you for watching the Gamer and the Geek podcast. We had a special star, Bernard Roper, for this show today, and uh, this was um our January twenty third show. Had a great show. Uh, we talked about stuff that's happening today, tech. Uh, the NBA, Kanye of bas- uh, basketball, Kyrie, and uh, who's going to win the Super Bowl? Is it going to be Aaron Rodgers or is it going to be what's, what's the boy's name? Bradley, Brady. Uh, Brady. So uh, Aaron Brady, he- and we still got Mahomes, and mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember who the quarterback for the Chiefs <laughs> for the Bills is, but hey, Bills, Bills Mafia, man, I believe yeah. in Bills Mafia. Maybe they'll upset the world. End of the day, we had a great show today. Um, we're gonna end this show. We're gonna head up to our post show, which is the R3, the remake, the remaster, and the reboot. Yep. And Mike is gonna be on the throne today for his thoughts. And yep. so we'll see you there. See you there. Again, thanks for joining. This has been the gamer and the geek. We also have special guest Bernard. Thanks for coming. Hope to see you on our game show. Salute. <laughs> All right, MJ, this is our January 23rd edition of Reboot, Remake, and Remaster. I'm going to say it different every time. Yep. Today, I did a little, I did something a little bit different. Cause I, I liked I, it. Each more we do, we do kind of like a themes type. And I, I like themes because it makes it a little bit more um, streamlined. Uh, yep. So I did 80s action heroes today. Yeah, I see. I got Arnold. I've got Stallone. And I have... The muscles from Brussels, Van Damme, which was kind of yeah. harder than I thought it was going to be Yo, in which, my preference. <laughs> I really thought, like, looking at this one, I really thought you would have had, uh, what's the one where my man put his hands in the glass when he was boxing? I thought that one would have been on there. but um, Bloodsport. Bloodsport, thank you. I thought Bloodsport would have been on there. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the backstory for my three choices for each, each um, okay. actor. Okay, so Conan... What I did was I picked a franchise for each actor. Okay. I picked a cult classic for each actor. Okay. Which means were like which means they weren't like on the high grossing end, but they were like crappy movies, but not crappy movies. Something that like like you like it's one movie like you almost love to hate. Like you yes, know it's exactly. not good, but you love exactly. it. Exactly. And then I, I picked like mean. a a go to movie. Yes. Where everybody would know. So our first take we got Arnold. We have his franchise which is only like I think two movies but it is a known franchise for Arnold Schwarzenegger I didn't want to pick Terminator because I thought that was too easy and it's been done too many times so I picked Conan the Barbarian I picked Commando which was a great movie mm-hmm. and I picked his cult classic one of his cult True classics Lies. True Lies which is an action comedy spy thriller with Jamie Lee Curtis okay. in it um, reboot remake or remaster what, what's, what you got on the list so I'm gonna be honest with you um True Lies, I thought was a good movie. Okay, the cult classic. Conan the Barbarian, I like, but honestly, we talked about this some time ago. We don't really have guys that are just buff and do buff dumb shit and blow stuff up and say bitches for no reason on TV anymore. So I think I would, I would, I would remaster True Lies. I would just update it with better, better images. Maybe mm-hmm. 1080p and all that sexy stuff they usually do. Okay. Conan, I would remake. Oh. I would probably get his son from the housekeeper, the Hispanic dude. 
who does uh, <laughs> bodybuilding. Right, right, right. And I, I would redo it. Like, yeah, it was it was a good show, but it was it wasn't like something I was completely married to. So right. if I could redo it with better graphics, better uh, dialogue and stuff, I would do it. Conan. Conan, uh, I guess that's my. I guess I would have to reboot Conan. Oh, I don't know. I think I have oh, to yeah. switch. That. Yeah. I think I will reboot. Con- no. I okay. Hold got on. The gears turning. Got the gears turning on this one. Conan, I think I would. Oh, that's hard. Conan the Barbarian, Commando, True Lies. I would leave. Conan with a re I would re remake uh remaster true lies. Remaster I true would lies. I'm a reboot commando. Okay, okay, there we go. Okay. I'm a reboot commando. That's There's the no right wrong answer to this, but Mike got it. Mike got it. Yeah. I'm a reboot commando. Everything else stays the same, but I think that's the one that I have to change. Stallone. I fuck with Stallone heavy. Like he's not a great actor, but my favorite scene is like, oh my god, I don't put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's theme is lies. So we got um, Stallone's next on the list. We have his franchise of Rocky, which is, I think that's in the, the vault. I think that's yeah. in the vault at this point. Um, we have Demolition Man, which is a go-to for a lot of his friend, um, a lot of his movies. And we have his, my code classic, if anything, is Tango and Cash. It's so not super popular. Honest, this one is easy for me because I had to look this up. I had never actually even heard of Tango and Cash. He was harder than I thought. Like, Van Damme was easier than Stallone. Mm-hmm. So I would not touch Rocky. Rocky Amen. is Rocky. Yeah, leave Rocky. Okay. Like, okay. Maybe 1080p, whatever. There's some stuff you could change, but it just seems like it's 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 bad good. Like, it's like so bad right. it's good and sometimes. Like Apollo dying or something like that. Yes. Demolition Man, I would... I probably remake that. Like it would hurt my. Uh, wait, hold on. Still I would nice. make Demolition Man to be honest. Rocky is a remaster because I don't want to change too much. That's like some video polish. Demolition okay. Man remake, and I will reboot Tango Cash. I will be fine with a reboot on Tango Cash. You know what? Okay, so let me throw my spin. I would definitely reboot. I would reboot Tango Cash. I'm. I'm. I no. Hold on. I would reboot. Um. I want to see Demolition Man rebooted. With, because I was like the '80s, look at the futures. I want to see what the 2000s, you, look into the future. Who would be uh, the new black guy? Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> think of how to call him, but yeah, that's uh, Snipes. Uh, who would be a fun guy to put in his place? He had a, he had a lot of good energy in that movie. Um, he did. He helped make that movie to me. Yeah, uh, man, I'm I drank too much. I can't really think of any actors' names. Right, we tried to warn you. Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm good. I'm just Michael B. Of, no, because I no, feel like he's getting his energy would not. Um, I, don't, I don't like his energy for that. I need like someone. It might I, have to be like a comedian that got into the role. Oh, okay, Josh. Oh, I, I think that do this because there's one more thing I want to talk on. This. I, okay, oh, I hate that I have to add this. So okay, so like I said, I would re- I would reboot um Demolition Man. I would keep Tango and Cash the same. I would remake. Rocky only just to change Apollo dying. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, okay. Okay. I would, Hot take. I would like my 
once I saw Creed, I like I wish that he survived. But like, no, I got, respect that because it was a black just, man when he died. I was like, damn, that's how like, you for no it. reason, no reason. Yeah, like there was. So no I would wish that. he just got knocked out of box, like he just got you know punch drunk. Respect. No, respect. And then like he maybe he found his son and that's how he got in the boxing. That that would be the only, literally the only like not I wouldn't even change Rocky Five, even though that movie sucked. I would just want Apollo to survive and he just got knocked out of That was like, uh, wow, they killed the black dude pretty quickly here. Yeah. I mean, he survived four movies. Uh, in a yeah. movie that you shouldn't have died. But it was like, come on, bro. Did <laughs> like, you no one should have died in a Rocky the black movie. Dude? Like, did no you one should have, nobody should have, de- should have died in a, in a boxing movie. Hey, oh, it's All right. fourth movie. We got to kill somebody. Uh, come here, Darkie. Oh, how, how's that contract looking? Time to end that shit. Yep. All right, next on chopping block, the last um super and then maybe the muscle from Brussels, which was actually easier than Stallone. Uh, we got Universal Soldier, which was this franchise of four movies, which I did not see the fourth one. I didn't know there was wow, a fourth was four one. Four those? Yeah, I remember the third one. Um, we have Time Cop. Okay. And also we have his cult classic, the movie Street that Fire. you love to hate. Street Fighter and Universal Soldiers, I want to change as little as possible. So I'm probably going to reboot Time Cop. Okay. And so it's going to be a remaster and a remake on Universal Soldiers of Street Fighter. Um, I probably watch Universal Soldiers more than I have Street Fighters, so I'm being honest with myself. Okay. So I'm probably going to... Remaster Universal Soldier, remake Street Fighter. Because you could throw a little bit more uh, graphics okay. at the Street Fighter, make it look a little better. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like 1998. Yeah, it was a long time. Ago. Early 2000s, if anything. Yeah. What about you? Oh man, that's a good one. Um, I think. I think I'm kind of stuck with the Street Fighter. Like, I would love to see that. Get the extra extra graphics, but at the same time, the campiness made it the movie. It does. Like, I mean, while Julia in that movie with Van Damme was like the perfect dumb chemistry that you didn't know you needed. But you did. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably keep I'll, I'll probably keep Street Fighter the same. I'll, I'll okay. keep it as a definitive edition um, remake. Uh, I would remake Universal Soldiers. I think it got kind of off track after the second movie. Yes, after the second one, it became different in the third. But those first two, I admit, were probably well. I won't even say probably. I think the first the two second, are the best ones. I think the first one, the third one, they actually went into line with each other. Like I would bring back Dolph Lundgren in the second movie instead of the third movie. In fact, I'll probably just make one. I'll probably make three. Number two. Because uh, I think Michael J. White was the soldier expanded universe. I mean, at this point, why not? <laughs> at this point, might as well, right? Because um, Michael J. White was in number two. He was like a cyborg. No, he was like an AI that got into a black yes, guy's body. I remember him. And I feel like if you made that in the third or fourth movie, it would be almost acceptable. Because it'd been like, you know what? This is the yeah, next. This is like Fast and Furious. Like, we yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cars, but by the fifth movie, it was this like, is the next car. progression yeah. of this chaos. So bring in. Dolph Lundgren, the second movie, said the third movie, kill him off, and then it's AI taking over old, yeah. old war bodies. And then fourth one, whatever the fourth one was, we can expand upon that. And then I'll just Agreed. remake um, or reboot 
time cop and have better time time schematics for that one i mean i like time cop time cop was that just that dumb fun movie don't think about it yeah i want to do the splits on some washer and dryers while the floor gets electrified yeah they down made a living off doing the splits so i'm not even mad yeah, I mean, like I said, Stallone, between Stallone and Van Damme, those were, like, the hardest actors for the 80s. They Van Damme was easier than Stallone, but Stallone didn't have as much. He had Rocky. Yeah, Van Damme had it going on in the 80s. Yeah. Like Bloodsport and all those. But, Mike, may you want to sign us off? Because, once again, that was a great show. Bernard, thank you again for stopping by. MJ, the geek. Yeah, man. My man, my brother. I appreciate it. It was an awesome pod, Jay. I appreciate it. I have to give a shout out to, uh, like you said, Bernard for joining us. It was great. I appreciate it, Jay. Good, good podcast. Nice pouring up with you. As always, that black boss, baby. That might be my new fave. Yeah. All right, MJ. I will catch you on the flip. All right, big bro. Till next Peace. time. Yes, sir. Peace.